What's up everybody, Clint Esposito here with 104, show number 104 with Jamie Squibb. Uh, I have heard his name forever, obviously never met him, never even talked to him until uh, Steve Sommerfeld suggested it and uh, we started going back and forth on WhatsApp and um, Basically, Steve was like, you need to have this guy on. He's going to be good for you guys because he likes conspiracies and stuff too. So um, he was correct. We ended up going three hours. Uh, I had to mess around with the live streams. As some of you guys know, if you tried to watch live stream, just learning out, learning some new stuff, I think I got everything figured out now. So as always, the podcast is brought to you by strokerindustries.com you can buy the trigger for your gas can that way you don't spill gas everywhere you just turn the can over push the button let go of it it stops canvas mx brand yourself canvasmx.com you can put whatever you want onto your jersey most likely chuck will help you finalize your design make sure it's looking tip top and then uh, you can have your very own name, sponsors, everything, sublimation printed in your jersey. That means it's not on top, it's inside the material. Uh, and they just got, they have like cooler, more form-fitting um, gear now. And I heard that the new pants is like wearing nothing. That's actually what Javier said. So it's like wearing nothing. Which I don't know if that's good or bad. And last but not least, one of the original motocross aftermarket companies, Boyson Engineering. The father invented, Ivan Boyson invented the rad valve. Actually, he invented the reed valve in general. So check out boyson.com, get your two stroke or four stroke running good. And once again, we had a really good time with Jamie. Um, glad he came on. He was held up in his little cabin uh, in the woods with his sick riding spot in the back. So he said he was laying low, though. Didn't want to show up to the hospital right now amidst what is going on. So uh, anyway, thank you, guys. Hope you have fun. And as always, thanks for Yeah. It's extra stressed. Mm, yeah i think so and like say like with all the young farmers and stuff over here they're, they're so isolated there's a huge um there's a, a huge suicide rate in young farmers in the uk really because yeah because they're just so isolated from the rest of the world and they're just, just you know just young working on farms and yeah it'd be yeah, interesting man. <laughs> it's gonna be a very interesting year yeah yeah it hasn't stopped all year it's been wild yeah like, I'll be very interested to see how all this pans out. Wing it, see what happens. Yep, pretty much. So there you go. What else is going on? How is it over there? It's good here. It's clean, huh? Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, good. I mean, uh, everything, every state's a little different. Some states are shut down. I think yeah. most people are kind of shut down. Some places, like I got buddies in Los Angeles, they're shut down, like supposed to stay in their house, shut down. Yeah, walks and stuff, but um, I don't yeah. know. Over by Clint's, so Clint's New Jersey. He's that's kind of like New York area. Yeah, I'm East Coast, right? 
yeah, yeah. But I'm in the Midwest, so I'm south of Chicago. But uh, okay. I'm, in, I'm in like a farm town, so kind of just, I don't know. Everybody gets along anyway, so nothing besides bars and restaurants being shut down. Yeah. You know, it's not massively different. All right, we're re-live. Uh, How much of that did we miss? Well, I recorded it in case we got anything good, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it friggin' um, start. I was run, running it from this program, the Wirecast, and then it started to be weird. So I just was like, all right, let me just try and do it straight from here. So. I'm pretty sure we're just up. So we're back with episode number 104 uh, with Jamie Squibb. I've actually, uh, well, and we'll just do the whole intro. Brought to you by Stroker Industries. We need to ship you one over there. You can, um, it's like a fuel nozzle for your can, but it's push button. So you can just turn your can over, push the button, the fuel comes out, you let go, and it just stops. Nice. You don't have to deal with the hose flinging around uh also canvas mx you probably got a gear sponsorship don't you used to used to we'll talk to chuck over there canvas mx they can put your face on there or whatever you want you got a dog i got a dog (laughs) i got a a pomeranian (laughs) there you go you have a pomeranian jersey or whatever you want fuck yeah (laughs) <laughs> um, happy birthday <laughs> yeah. dog on your jersey perfect uh who else boyson.com did you ride two yeah. strokes you're old like us you probably rode two strokes forever i did ride two strokes up until 2012 i, I switched in 13 nice yeah so I've, I've been on the four strokes for a little while now but uh i switched in like 15 probably and uh i was like why didn't i do this sooner and then well i I think before they were still a bit heavy and bad to start and it was when they went injection that they became more interesting for us guys i think they will exactly at least um 2009 you know because i like tondas so at least 09 that's when they would inject it yeah so yeah um and we were talking about it with steve you have a pretty sweet course at your place yeah yeah find that nick pull some videos of that i can pull up videos now yeah i'm gonna find it because that's how i ever that's how i first heard about you i don't know if it was uh i think it was andre villa or something somebody was following you yeah that was it we did a couple shows for monster energy because i've got um like I've got a couple pretty good mobile ramps as well, like landings and stuff. So Andre was over in the UK and we did Silverstone MotoGP for Monster Energy. And we did a rallycross event um, for Liam Doran, who's another monster athlete. Um, so yeah, so Andre Villa come down for the week and we did a couple of days riding and it made a pretty good video to be fair. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I found one. I think uh, I'm trying to figure out how to share it right now. We're this is we're new to this program. Let's see. How am I gonna share this shit, Clint? Uh, hit share screen at the bottom. It'll be a green. <clears throat> oh, never mind. I just saw it. Fucking uh, green little button with an arrow. 
and it says share screen. But no music, remember, Nick? I'm already muted it. Don't make me freak out on it. <laughs> <laughs> so it just got to share whatever I'm looking at, correct? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Is this oh, it? You could, oh, that, that's what, that, there I am. I'm sat in that barn right now. <laughs> <laughs> but silent, right? Yeah. There's no, I can hear you boys. I can't hear the video. No, yeah, we can't hear that. But no music, correct? Well, whatever. So let it roll. Um, I guess Facebook's a holes about it. I'll just mute it when the mu when the music hits. Yeah, because that's what they do. They take audio out and there's songs. <clears throat> um, so what Steve told us is that that dirt step up you have is basically what they built at Red Bull Dirt Diggers. Pretty much. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, yeah, that was a big project. Like that Red Bull Dirt Diggers was, I mean, it was massive. We moved so much dirt. I was going to say, you were on uh, the machine there, right? Yeah, well, I, I wrote the contest, but I was on the build as well. So, like, it, it was full on. Like, but yeah, that step up we built, because Luke Ackerman ended up double flipping that, didn't he? That's right, yeah. And, um, yeah, that, that was pretty gnarly. Like, I mean, we had a really good session on it as well. We all rode it and just sessioned it because it was kind of a separate jump to the rest of that area. So the safest way to sort of practice was to session that one jump and then ride all the other bits. Um, and everyone threw down on it. I think David Ronaldo did a rock solid flip off it and Pat Bowden was doing massive like double heart flips off it and stuff. Like, it, it was cool, man. It was a sick jump. Yeah, it looked cool. <clears throat> um, yeah. How long have you been building? Have you lived there for a long time and you've been building that course or what? Yeah, I mean, we lived like when, as a family, as kids growing up, we lived, my dad and mum owned all this land and like all this woods and stuff. And then uh, when I was about 20, they moved and did a new project, but kept the woods and like the barn I'm in now, that was, that was like my dad's hobby. He started digging out and building that when pff, I was probably three years old. Um, and then when I was about 10 or 11, um, I started driving the digger myself and just sort of learning to build jumps and stuff. So, yeah, I've done a good sort of 20, 25 years in the digger now building jumps. Nice. That's yeah. so cool going through the woods like that. Yeah, and it just, I mean, it kind of reminds me of BMX a bit. Like, yeah, you can build a wicked setup for freestyle in a flat field, but it has no character or feel to it. You, you know, you just shape a good landing and get a nice shaped takeoff and a concrete inrun. And, yeah, you know, it's wicked for doing your tricks. But building everything in the woods, like the trees are so big, like, I you know, I can't just cut all the trees down and I don't, I don't want to cut the trees down. So everything kind of is built around the trees and where I can fit it and make it work. Um, and you see that a lot with BMX trails, like through the woods and stuff, don't you? And I think it just makes like, it just feels good to me. So it's kind of got more character, I guess, hasn't it? Than a, it's cool than watching a flat somebody, 
watching somebody trick something when they're flowing. Like you can't just do the same trick on every jump because this truck might go to the left, might be a step up. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, that's what my dirt line's like, the whole thing. Like the first one's a step up, then you land and it just goes blind and you just like full gas and it hips right. And then the landing from that one just fully curves into the third takeoff. Like there's no flat. So when I'm in the digger, prepping it all up after winter like the machine just kind of rocks up and down it's it's fully like bmx and then that hips right again 90 degrees and then you swing out that corner and it sort of then it's sort of like a a straight ish but slightly off to the left and there's a big tree branch that hangs out that you're not gonna hit but it looks like you are um and then you sort of land off that and then you come up into this little trail and then it just snake runs back down through the woods and you're just like drifting through all the like through all the trees with the little trails running and stuff so that's it's trying to... it's fun yeah it looks like, like a it's, blast it's just like fun to ride that'd make riding fun to the point oh there's pomeranian like some... <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking how recent is this video i think this night of the jumps we're doing a big contest in london um so Steve and Rachel, I think they were already over for an event. So they stayed for a few days and we filmed this. I think this was 2015, actually. From, oh, my God. That was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that was about 18 months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Everything oh, seems God, like time that. goes fast. So quick, dude. Well, it's good. 2020 will be done and over. We'll be laughing about this shortly, right? Well, I, I think 2020 might drag on a little bit. We're <laughs> <laughs> not going to change feel like the 2020 year. 2020 is going to fly by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the slowest year when we all spent months in our house. Yeah. yeah no, normally we all go on about how January dragged, but now it's going to be like March, April, May, oh. June, July, August. Really dragged. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how do they do this? You know, like, how, how long can they have us stuck in here? Won't last long. We'll start. People are just going to start leaving. Oh, do you know, I just, I don't know. And it's just, it, there's this massive contrast with people here. And it's like, you've got half the people are just so scared and in fear and just, watching the television, watching the news on the BBC and they're just shit scared and they won't leave their house. They won't open the window to let a puff of fresh air in. Um, and then on the other extreme, you've got people that are just out and about in complete denial and, and, and living as normal. And it's like, oh God, I wish you guys could just meet in the middle somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, I don't know, it's not too different here. There's definitely people freaking out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, it's it's, like it's not the, like the human race to watch the television and, and live in fear of what the government and the news tells them, is it? <laughs> yeah. God forbid. <laughs> you got toilet paper, right? You have to get it. It was on the news. Yeah, I, I don't have toilet paper. I, I live in the woods. See, I got a handful of leaves there ready to work <laughs> <your> ass. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't have written that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah, just go out in the morning. There you go. There's some textbook English weather for you in the middle of summer. Yeah, that's Beautiful. kind of what's been here the past uh, past couple of days. Today's nice. 
Yeah. So actually, you see that jump where I'm stood now? Uh-huh. That, yeah. That's like my winter training. So the whole landing is carpeted into ply boards with carpet. And you just see that narrow concrete path? Yeah. So I can basically get out of my workshop and up onto that jump without putting my tires on dirt. So, <laughs> so in winter, you know, it, it can rain all night and it, and it makes no difference. It's, it's concrete and carpet and mesh. So whether it rains for 10 minutes or 10 hours, it, it makes no difference to the, to the sort yeah, of dry. So you did a sidewalk there? Yeah, basically. You know, I'm like, well, when I'm out riding shows, if, if I'm a, a, like a race circuit and I'm on tarmac, you know, it doesn't matter how much it rains. We, we're good. We get it done. No worries. And then I'm like, well, this is what I need to build at home. Yeah. So, so wintertime, you don't, you don't get snow or it doesn't get too crazy. We, for the most part, we're about two to six degrees and wet and windy. We, um, we do get a little bit of rain, a little bit of rain. We do get a little bit of snow. <laughs> Like, but it's sort of once a winter, it might snow. This winter, we haven't had any snow, to be honest. Yeah, pretty mild here, too. So, yeah, it's, um, it's just mostly wet and windy. And but I'm pretty kind of lucky with the wind, too. It's, I'm fairly sheltered in the woods from the, with the trees and stuff. Yeah, that's the other thing, because there's a lot of spots mm. where if it's windy at all, especially like by me, it's always windy. Yeah, I mean, it's not 100% windproof but say a few of the other guys in the uk they'd be like oh it's way too windy to ride and i'm like eh, it wasn't too bad i, I got a little you know got a yeah. 40 minute session so Damn. yeah so that's woodland life it's pretty sweet it looks, it looks awesome yeah <laughs> and I sort of i bought a couple of diggers now as well so like i don't have to go hire diggers anymore to sort my jumps out i've got one parked outside ready to go so it's good is Clint on? Maybe you go. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> where's, where's the host? Uh, so I re. It wasn't going through uh, Zoom to the uh, live stream. It did for like a couple of minutes, and then it stopped. So then I swapped to uh, back to Wirecast, and it was the way it was set up. Now we're live on uh, YouTube under Steve Sommerfeld. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i was just on the phone to him for an hour and a half <laughs> and i was like dude my voice is going to be knackered later <laughs> yeah shit you did an hour and a half but no yeah. podcast yeah, this is it this is my my birthday company though it's good yeah that's what we uh always say we eat drink i got a beer for the podcast yeah do you Jamie, have you got a beer? Have I? Yeah, it's your birthday. Not right now. It's 20, 20 to 11. That's oh. not Pomeranian. That <laughs> could be. <laughs> <laughs> right, the Pomeranian's in her bed, fast asleep, looking at me like, Amazon, what the Amazon hell are you doing up talking? Watch this. This lady is delivering Amazon. Can you see her? Out of her trunk. Oh yeah, nice. got paper. Hey, they're saying right now you can make some pretty decent money. Hey, 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 hey. 
you being like, like, why don't you get rid of that off our screen, Nick? We're just looking at his search history here. Yeah, that's pretty dodgy. You need to be careful, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. That, that, does, that is not for public consumption. <laughs> uh, it's streaming good, though, now. Your search history is clean. <laughs> good Midwest. Uh, no, no flies on you, eh? <laughs> he is a good kid. I'll just post it. Uh, all right, let's see. Oh uh, yeah. So did you race the Amazon check? Did you race before freestyle? Obviously, you're old enough where that's all you had when we were kids. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I didn't like race loads. I just rode loads because, um, like, we were super fortunate in that we had the land and stuff. But my dad was kind of absolutely maxed out to meet the payments for it. So he was working as a civil engineer in construction all week. He was fixing cars on the weekends and renting out a bit of the big shed as like horse stables for extra income. So while it was super awesome to have the land and, and you know, obviously my bikes were all like old secondhand bikes and we'd go to the schoolboy motocross and, buy secondhand kit off the rich kids and stuff when they were done with it um but we weren't in a position to kind of you know have a van and go racing every weekend um but we didn't really that schoolboy motocross scene it's it's not necessarily the most positive is it when people are remortgaging their houses and the the yeah. children are just ungrateful spoiled brats it, i don't think it was particularly an environment no, not not that everybody in motocross is like that, but they're, really they're that. there. They're definitely around, and more I don't, it wasn't an environment my mum and dad wanted me to be in. Yeah, and there's more that don't make it than do. Just a just a few. <laughs> family, the you know the Justin Barsha's family and the and the Ryan Villapoto families that then the kid didn't make it. And they yeah. just remortgaged everything. But all it takes yeah. is one or two Villapotos or whatever, and the next dad thinks, no, that, I won't be the other guy. <laughs> the lottery. That's kind of fucked up to put all that on a kid. Kids, how many of the kids aren't even that stoked on racing? It, it's the dad forcing them living to, to live the dream he wanted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like you see yeah. it so much. As soon as they get a driver's license, they they kind of discover alcohol and women, and and they they don't sit on the motorbike again. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's like that's so weird to me. It's like, oh my god! Even when I got a driver's license and got a job and started earning my own money and started bloody sniffing tail around the local town, it was like I still my priority was bikes. You know? Yeah. yeah. Dude. But you do it out of fun, not because you're forced, I guess it's... Yeah, exactly. Danny That's D. It. chat, and uh, he's in... Nick? Danny D's in the chat? He's in Zoom, bro. He can even... We can unmute uh, him, and he could talk. On Zoom, he's on it? Yeah. I just saw the chat pop up. Danny D. Wayne is, like, the our number one dude, Jamie. That watches. <laughs> Who is he, sorry? He he's our number one... Uh, he's always... On the comments, talking shit. So we always. What's just his name? Davy Wayne. <laughs> Davy Wayne. Okay. 
We might just change it to Davy Wayne. <laughs> I don't think Davy Wayne is how we're supposed to say it, anyways. No, it's not. It's just Wayne. But we're oh, Wayne. Dwayne. D- Dwayne but oh, Dwayne. Yeah. Got ya. But we're slow, so we call him D Wayne. Ah, uh, Davy Wayne. What's he saying? Well, he hasn't said anything. I'm sure he's trying to figure out what the hell is going on. <laughs> in this thing. Oh, he's trying saying. to say, you sound like you was from London. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, England, London, same place, mate. One thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to explain to everybody. Yeah, it's the same thing, dude. Chill. <laughs> neighborhood in London? Huh? Isn't England a neighborhood in London? Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in Great Britain, yeah. So are those like independent states then? Like Wales, England? Oh, yeah, Wales. So like the United Kingdom is made up of England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. Um, and then you have Northern and Southern Ireland, uh, which have different currency and governments and stuff. And they, they love to argue about protestants and catholics we won't even go near that subject <laughs> kind of a terrorism <laughs> that is so dangerous you think corona's a problem <laughs> um so yeah so you've got england ireland scotland wales and that is that is the united kingdom oh let me share see this we should have all the kids who need to be homeschooled right now on for i'll be little, learning so much a little euro lesson yeah. Wait, you're well, back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yo, yeah. Whoa, we steady away. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we left that sinking ship a few months ago. <laughs> I, I think coronavirus is just a cover-up because my bullshit Facebook feed was so full of freaking politics and Brexit. And all of a sudden, there's absolutely nothing about it. Yeah, that's kind of... Now, now we're all going to die of the flu. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Summerfield wouldn't touch it when I brought it up. What Brexit? Yeah, because uh, his his wife just a can of worms. Got her uh, her passport's a, a European Union passport, so that's how they're over there. Breaking. Yeah, because Rachel's it. Rachel's family are English, aren't they? Mm-hmm. From Norfolk, where they all have webbed feet. Is anybody- <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we doing now? We're going to watch Fresno Smooth. Sweet. Uh, Next, uh, not ne- this Friday, the Friday after, and we're gonna have uh, Adam Barker on, Jeff Emig, Seth Enslow to talk about. That's pretty sick. <laughs> gonna be awesome. That's sick. Sorry to interrupt your story time about England's webbed feet. Yeah, we've pretty much all got that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. So, um, I guess you guys are shut down show wise too, huh? Everything is just like, man, mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm not in a position right now where I've dealt with a bunch of promoters for months and then all of a sudden it's like, guess what? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I mean, because I've got mobile ramps and that, and we're really, really busy through summer, kind of, well, like May to September. I'm really busy in the UK, just honestly, just living like a gypsy, just bombing up and down the country in my lorry. I've, I've got bunk beds built 
inside the landing and it's all like insulated and waterproof and with lights and stuff. It's exactly so, good. Like Yeah. So, you know, for a one day show I'll just we get there the night before, go to bed in the lorry, get up, do the two demos, jump in the lorry and, and get home. And if it's a two or three day show you just book a cheap shit local hotel so you can get a shower and you know, you don't have to wipe your ass with leaves. <laughs> uh, just yeah we get hotels now just to steal the toilet roll over it <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper to book a hotel than we go to the supermarket and buy loo roll <laughs> <laughs> what'd you um, call it loo roll toilet roll bog roll, roll bog roll no he he doesn't know about the loo oh the loo that's what it is I just took me a second <laughs> I, I, I gotta go to the loo the loo yeah, yeah oh. and you know what lorries are right no, semis or trucks, right? Yeah, trucks. Yeah, like a semi. So yeah, so we we bomb round like kind of five months of the year, and especially August and September, it's um really busy because of summer holidays. Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah, sometimes you'll do a show like Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you just you just banging out shows like like one day is two days, three days. Sometimes I've got both sets of ramps out on the road, which is a little double bubble. That's always nice for the bank account. Yeah. Dude, we um, like three. I had a partner and we had like three or four trucks going. The one year that it, the gas was like $4 a gallon. And it fucking, we had like, we were like $20,000 a month in fucking fuel. It's, it's scary, isn't it? Filling up, like you pull in and you're like, here goes another 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah. like every time you stop you're like oh my god yeah my truck went from uh 60 dollars to fill it when i first bought it my box van uh nick yeah. from $60 yeah. to like 160 yeah <laughs> that shit i was like that's oh. probably cheap compared to england or europe yeah that's like half price <laughs> yeah you're still half price <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, my heart bleeds for you, mate. Yeah, get the <laughs> <out>. <laughs> no, no sympathy. Yeah, yeah. I might drive over to fill up and get some blue roll. <laughs> yeah. No sympathy the, for the uh, ignorant American. We so um here, so we probably like through the summer, like that keeps me really busy, and and it's pretty good fun. I mean, you know how that demo life is. You. You get some easy days where the sun's shining and the ground's flat and the arena's fenced properly and it's not windy and you're like, yeah, man, that was fun. I actually enjoyed yeah. riding my bike today. And you, you get other shows where you've got a tractor pulling the truck into the arena because it, you're stuck and you can't move. And they're, they're looking at you confused as to why you're stressing out and what, what's the problem. You know, you, you've got knobbly tires is what they love to tell me. <laughs> knobbly like, tires. Yeah, you, you got knobbly tires and you're like, knobbly tires aren't going to help me 40 foot in the air. Metal. The worst place I ever went was a uh, off-road race. We jumped yeah. at the board all day and we're in a... And they're just giving us shit because, you know, they're like, oh, I ride in the mud all the time. And I'm like, get the yeah. woods, dickhead. Like, yeah. nothing metal ramps jesus yeah it's a crazy kid, a kid literally came up and he, hey, uh, 
uh, it said professional freestyle motocrossers on on fire or something. And I was just like, well, I mean, this is how I make my living. So I don't know how else we define professional. And he just was like, that's a good point. You know, but he, I was like, just don't. <laughs> it's it's so gnarly in it and and again it's like that variety of sometimes it's just a tiny bit of drizzle and the organizer comes over like oh are you going to be able to perform is is it okay is it okay and you're like yeah we're chilling no stress yeah. um and then other times it's like 50 mile an hour gusts and torrential rain and they're like we're waiting for you what are you doing yeah yeah it's it's crazy but I mean, we're set up pretty good over here because you know, you know more of your shows are going to be bad conditions than good. You so just, I've got like so many mesh run-up boards that I put out. So we've just got like full mesh takeoff, like about 70 foot of mesh boards that all fold out. They're all hinged. Yeah. And then I've got super good carpet on the landing. And like my mobiles are nice. They're big and catchy, you know, they're not like, steep and like sharp knuckles and, and short transitions out so like when you're in the air you know that feeling of like a good landing catches you doesn't it yeah for sure yeah so, doing it. you gotta build them in order to get enough uh like downside that's steep enough to feel good. enough sweet spot yeah yeah that's what, uh, promoters don't understand when they're building these dirt landings and it's like 10 feet high and I'm yeah. like, there's not enough room for a knuckle in and a round out and a sweet spot in it that's more yeah. than like you're basically yeah. have to land the exact same spot every time. Yeah, I I know, and it's yeah, it's our problem. <laughs> <laughs> I have I um, monster truck guy for like twelve years, and he'd be like, you just you're just good at wasting fuel. You just get on the machine and drive up and down the thing and you don't change it. And I'm like, dude, it's very little bit that you need to be off to make it feel like not comfortable at all. I'm like, I don't know how to explain it to you, but when I jumped that before, I was scared in the air. I said, and now I feel more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the, like, it's crazy that the only people that can truly understand what you're talking about is someone that hits a ramp and does tricks. Exactly. Like no one else can ever understand. And I've ridden for people that have raced motocross and weren't bad. You know, they were decent bike riders, but they're almost worse. Oh, because they're, because they think they know it all. And oh, I'd, I'd fucking jump that. I'd jump that. What's the matter with you? And you're like, yeah. Fuck off. Like, honest to God, like, <laughs> just because you were fast round a track in 1985, like, just shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> like, it's yeah. worse. They're, they're worse to deal with. Yeah, because they, like, they're almost there to do it. Normal people see it and they just can't even imagine it. But yeah. can at least imagine it. So he's going to give you shit. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. They have less. Yeah. So. But yeah, but I mean, I mean, from a work point of view now, I'm, I'm, I'm losing shows left, right, and centre, and most of them they're not even rescheduling for this Corona; they're just fully cancelling. Yeah, and did you get? That's what I meant. Did you get um, down payments from anybody? I have, I have a contract that kind of states, you know, like with, with terms of 
cancellation, it's if they cancel within a certain time, it's 75% or 50%. But it's quite a tricky situation because a lot of these shows I do every year or every other year. And, you know, they're what I call like my bread and butter. Just I can earn enough money annually between April and September, just bombing around the UK in, in my truck. Yeah. So I don't want to sit there and be like, give me my 75%. This, yeah. because, because they're getting fucked by this too. Exactly. It's not like they... And I, I could be a dick and threaten to take them to court and say, give me my 75%. But then you've just got really bad feeling and you might get your money this year, but they ain't oh, ever going to want to do business with you again down the line. And yeah. so the sort of bigger picture is we're all going to have to take this on the chin a bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's I see people mad at, at businesses, and I'm like, eh, I kind of get your point, but I've also yeah. businesses, and I'm like, what are they? What are they gonna do? Just keep paying you? You know what I mean? If they're shut down, like I, it's yeah, exactly. And I've got like booking agents as well, so they kind of advertise you, and they then take the booking and and do all the contract with the show and stuff. And then they take their like 12 and a half percent. And I was on the phone to one of them today and she was like, what I'm looking at doing is asking all the shows I've got you contracted for, for 25%, um, 25% and a rebooking for 2021. And I'm like, if they're good to go with that, I'm good to go with that. No worries. And she was like, and then I would ask for my 6% commission out of the 25 percent and i'm like whatever like (laughs) you know yeah whatever like that's good with me and if if they can't do that just tell the bastards to book me next year and bung me some beers you know (laughs) yeah well because everybody's under it right now i mean yeah and people with the information or the data are the ones who are saying it's too dangerous to work can't work and then they're just gonna pin everybody down i don't know for how long so we need their help. I mean, there was talk. I mean, there was like um, Boris Johnson, our prime minister. There was mention in one of his speeches of there being potentially no major events for 12 months. Um, and, and anything I would perform at would be considered a major event. And I'm sat here like... Jamie only does major events, Nick. I know. Yeah, I, I, could, I could still be working over there. I'm a fucking big deal. Do you know who you have on this show? Have you even done your homework? (laughs) God damn it. But yeah, you know, I I would assume like anything over 500 or 1,000 people would be classed as a major event. Yeah. And that's what we're going to be. That's what I would be riding at. Um, Comedy, I'm right. I'm in the window, baby. Like uh, no people to like uh, 80. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah you're you're a, you're a, you're a minor event dude <laughs> you know it's funny now playing like doing comedy it's like all small rooms you know so some of these steve, guys me and steve were talking about that before yeah um like i, I had aussie steve on the phone earlier for an hour and a half uh, and I was like, dude, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta talk to these guys in a minute. Like, I'm not gonna stop talking today. <laughs> but yeah, he said you were doing stand up comedy. And I was like, 
that's fucking gnarly. Like we, we can sit down and drink some beers and, and have a pretty good laugh and, and come up with some funny shit. But to go stand on a stage in front of a bunch of strangers. You ride dirt bikes. Fucking yeah, impressive. but dude, when we ride dirt bikes, we've got like helmet and goggles on. Yeah, yeah you can hide. And I, all, I've always been so much more comfortable just riding the show in my helmet and goggles. <clears throat> and I've always felt less comfy after the show when you sat there in your t-shirt signing posters. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird. You put that helmet and goggles on and it's like, ice. Yeah. well, yeah. But like there's nothing goggles on, he's back in his barn hiding. Yeah. Socially yeah, exactly. distanced from everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just a robot. You're just a performing monkey. Yeah. <laughs> but I always kind of envied um, musicians because they had a direct connection with the crowd more so than we do. You know, because yeah, for sure. Ooh, or whatever. But it's yeah. not as cool as like, think about a musician playing a song and the fucking whole crowd is singing it back to them. That's you know so it's kind yeah. of i actually got hurt and i announced the show and i started making jokes and people started responding to them so then i was mm -hmm. like, oh shit like this is fun so then i uh kind of after i stopped riding i was like i'm gonna start trying to do comedy because i ended up back in new jersey and i'm like well this is like best case scenario to start doing comedy here in new york you know yeah so, uh yeah, just start doing that. And I've done a couple of moto, uh, like I opened for Pulp MX twice. I opened yeah. uh, Moto the movie twice. Um, so okay, I've seen some of them, and I'm thinking, yeah, I actually now I think I heard your voice on that. Uh, so I well, I just opened at the uh, previews at two of the previews. Oh, sorry, not the voice in the no, in the no. intros. Oh, okay, got you. Sorry. I do have a very good voice. You Americans all sound the same. <laughs> do an American accent. <laughs> do an American accent. Like, you you to me would sound like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say God. Like, it, it's still offensive over there to say, oh my God, or like, Jesus Christ. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, away a bit on South Park, but that's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Won't say gosh or take the Lord's name in vain. We'll be like that dude, that dude's a total fag. But <laughs> you can't Mr. say Mr. Slave. <laughs> Midwest. <laughs> but it's funny you say about uh you commentated some shows because a lot of the time, like my smaller, like the small UK shows, the bread and butter stuff, I've got a wireless microphone on the helmet. Yeah, I've done that too. So comment, so comment, commentate while I ride and stuff. It just sucks when you crash. Have you ever crashed? Yeah. I, I haven't. Um, a friend of mine did once, and he was unconscious, grunting and snorting, and like <laughs> children, children were crying, and parents were appalled. <laughs> I, I was at a circus, and I'm pretty sure I was like, "Fuck!" <clears throat> oh, like, when you're so winded, you're like, "Ooh." <laughs> it wasn't that bad at least but it was just uh, is that dude shitting himself in the middle of the arena <laughs> they want to know what it's really like you listen kids roll. i've got toilet roll to waste <laughs> blue roll I yeah i'm just from break it was just like one of those that are real fast and it just goes boom yeah slapped you in yeah. <laughs> beautiful yeah so that was good 
Yeah, there you go. So with the comedy thing, like, are you are you getting paid for appearances, or is it like you just sort uh, of go do it and try and establish yourself? Or uh, yeah, a little of both. I'm to the point now where I'm starting to get paid a little bit. Not sick. I produce shows, so that's more so where I get paid on them. I'll try to try and same shit. Yeah. With dirt bikes, right? You work with the venue, you bring in the talent, you're one of the yeah. talent, and then yeah. so, but with them, a lot less of them want to just pay you out, right? Like they want to do with Moto, they'd rather do a ticket deal, yeah. So you're not on a fixed fee, yeah, exactly. Or the deal is like, I um, they get food and beverage, and I get ticket money or something like that for like a separate yeah. room in their venue, uh, yeah. And it can go good or bad, eh? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you make a hundred bucks, sometimes you make a thousand. But it's still not like dirt bikes, you know. Or you make it yeah. two, three. So are you doing anything with moto nowadays or? Uh this. We're doing it right now. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but you still getting out like doing shows or you no, I don't do shows. My leg sucks. And uh I'm afraid like before you know how you feel like you could take a take a shot like or if you had to jump off or something like i know my leg's gonna blow apart at this point you're just gonna disintegrate and it's gonna be a mess exactly so yeah i'm also 40 like, what the fuck am i gonna well, do hang on a minute i'm 38 today <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm sat here going oh i reckon i got 10 years in me <laughs> you guys are like canadians then yeah, like, fuck, <laughs> what, like, 10 years. But I think, like, if you can be smart and you can stay physically healthy and really important is to keep your head strong. Yeah. If, if you can ride, if you can practice enough to keep all your tricks comfortable and keep the muscle memory, yeah. you know, relaxed and good and the confidence level up, and you know look you do look after yourself better in your 30s than you did in your early 20s like you do eat better food you don't get as fucked up on a saturday night and like yeah and i think if you can keep that sort of ball rolling and obviously with a bit of luck on your side not have any major major injuries or surgeries and stuff i don't see why you can't keep it rolling and i mean What's Bo Bamberg now? Is he 42? Got to be about my age. He might. I think, yeah. He's definitely in his 40s, isn't he? And, like, he rides so good. Yeah. Like, yeah. he rides so good. And he's so dialed. Like, first jump of practice, he just cranks the biggest seat bounce whip. And you're like, that guy is so dialed on his bike. Like. He's super underrated. Oh, always has been. For sure. Always has been. Like, yeah. he is so... And even now, like, he's doing massive look-through ruler flips. And I saw last year on, like, the on the Moon Booter, he was doing big heart attack flips. And you're like, That's oh, the, my God, he's so good. this point, though, he only does nitro stuff. And he, he just rides those ramps. Stuff a bunch. So you yeah. hardly see him. And then all of a sudden, you'll just... He'll post a picture, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so gnarly, but you don't yep. see him. 
like regularly so you forget no, and you know he's he's our age so he's not like going hard on instagram trying yeah. to win followers and and sponsors you know he's just like oh that's that's pretty cool like i guess i could share that to all eight of my followers who don't <laughs> give a fuck <laughs> nobody really cares yeah it's good <laughs> for sure um but yeah and i mean again edgar torrenteras he's 41, 42 now, something, Dude, something like that. Forever. So my, yeah. I just, my, Nick was with me one time, my bike shut off or bogged or something. And then yeah. uh, after that, this leg was just a stupid, the track dried out. I was, I was racing some vet race and the track dried out. I jumped this triple in practice. And in the race, I just went to jump it like I did in practice and I got wheel spin. And just came up short and got bounced weird, and my leg just got like mangled. Yeah. So it was like they were like two years apart, and then that oh. was like okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's racing yeah, done. Racing puts you in that weird, <clears throat> that weird position of like, you know, if you're just out riding, you'll shut down. Yeah. Or like doing left. shows, you get an idea. You know, you set up. You know what you're working with. You get your couple yeah. Of Dude, but then my bike shut off. So yeah, well, that yeah. was uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Clint. Of how many jumps? I know. I agree. It only took. Yeah. There's there's a lot more variables in racing than freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, for me, the whole point of freestyle is to be as consistent as possible because that's what's going to keep you alive. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like you have well, to land in exactly the same spot, regardless of what, you know, whether you're doing a, a switchblade for your second trick or you're going for a ruler flip for your best trick competition bit, like you want, you got to put your wheels down in exactly the same spot, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's just, that's, that's the thing with, with freestyle motocross, isn't it? It's like, just. You just got to get your own head under control. Racing, you've got. 20 guys or however next to you who have all completely lost their heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it puts and you just going in all, like, I, I mean, I've, I raced a bit, like, not a huge amount, but I raced some motocross and actually when I left school and got my first job, then I had some more money. So I, like, joined a local club and, like, went racing adult motocross and it was pretty good fun and but yeah, those the first couple laps is just carnage, isn't it? Like, especially at local club level, you just oh, got yeah. madheads flying in all directions, and you're like, no one's thinking. Oh my straight. god, it's like everybody wants to kill each other, and they've all got to go back to work <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> kind of makes me yeah. a little bit. Awesome. I, I I quite enjoyed racing the enduro, like the three hour stuff. Yeah, up by yeah, you, I did that. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that stuff. Like, I did a bunch of enduros, like like the proper enduros where you've got your time card and you have to get from section to section in a certain time. And then you have, like, the speed test where it's like a, a four-minute bit that you kind of sprint and you're timed. Um, oh, and, I, and I did a bunch of just, like, the three-hour racing, just go flat out for three hours. Um, I really enjoyed that, actually. Like, I quite enjoyed it. Just well, yeah, exactly. It's in the woods, just ripping through the woods more so. So it, that was actually more my cup of tea, I think, than racing motocross. 
Makes sense. Seeing your uh, yeah. and I got uh, I got a Montessa Trials bike and stuff, which I don't get out on as much as I should. But I really enjoy trials when I get out on the trials bike. You pretty good at trials? I've done a couple local trials and that, and for someone who doesn't really ride it, I I did okay. Yeah, you know, I th I think I did better that you know they're looking at the freestyle motocross guy and they're expecting you to be absolutely fucking terrible, and so <laughs> I. You know, I think I wasn't terrible, so that was kind of good enough. <laughs> um, and I get out on my mountain bike a heap, like loads now as well. I've really gotten into my mountain bike in the last sort of year. Yeah, so, mountain bike. Yeah, yeah. kind of anything with two wheels, I guess. That's the whole point. I know. It's all good. Huh? It's all good, huh? What class did you ride outdoors when you did the off-road race? Like the A class, B class, like... Oh, yeah, I was like a local expert, basically. Oh, well, that's good. Um, so not, so like, like, not like a national level, yeah. not like British Championship, but sort of West Country level, I was expert and get the occasional podium or like usually sort of top eight at, at a local expert level. That's still, that's good, especially for something that you didn't do. Like, those dudes probably did it their whole lives. Yeah, I was sort of, I was smart. I would go race the tracks that had loads of jumps. <laughs> <laughs> if it was like a rutty track with off cambers, there'd be old guys absolutely just kicking my ass and you'd be like devastated. And then you'd go to a track with loads of jumps and stuff and you'd be like, fuck yeah, third, what a champ. <laughs> 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 Gotta know your strengths. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Play to your strengths, boys. <laughs> uh, what sucks. Freestyle co uh, company. Squib Freestyle. Oh, fucking got, hey. got really creative with that one, didn't I? <laughs> fucking went to town. Took us days to come up with that. Artist. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll do is we'll use my surname and put freestyle after it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, a, it's actually Squib Freestyle Circus Limited now because the, there's like a lorry police over here called Voza. So they, they're the ones that like clamp down on all your driving hours and, and all your weight regulations and stuff. And they're, oh, they're fucking jobs worth dicks. So, um, yeah, so I re-registered the company as Squib Freestyle Circus Limited. So now I'm technically a traveling circus. <laughs> <laughs> to check your uh, truck, like wait, uh, you don't have to go to the weigh stations and stuff. Well, I'm I'm legal on my weights, like all my axle weights and stuff are legal, but I don't run a tachograph, so we'll run like technically you're supposed to drive for four and a half hours and then stop for forty five minutes, drive another four and a half hours, and then you're done. That's that's your legal working day. But we don't run the tachograph, so I don't have all the card in, logging my... And I've had this, the speed limiter taken off, so I go like 60 mile an hour instead of 55, um, which is legal, but it's all like, it's just, it's just such a bloody... It's just like a spider's web of rules and regulations. How do you... And they, they don't like showmen. Like, they don't like that showman with... type. It's hilarious. What's that? But they're cool with circus. They're like, oh, yeah. 
Well, what it means is it, it recategorizes me. I know, but that's what I'm confused about. Here, they don't yeah. fuck. What are you, a circus? Pull over. Let me check your monkey shit. Yeah. Well, now it means you can you can get away with more stuff, basically. That's um, I don't think businesses in the United States are getting away with any extra. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a chancer. Like my lorries are MOT'd every year. One of my good friends is a full-time HGV mechanic um, and always checks them over. And like, I'm completely legal on all my axle weights. And do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not like I'm full gypsy. Like, just everything <laughs> fucking hanging and like, just bombing around in a death trap. I'm like. I need my lorries to be good so I get to the show because I ain't going to make a penny if I don't get there. Yeah. You know, I want want my shit to work well. It's like your time card or or your uh, whatever they call it over here. Yeah, the log book. That's what you log book here. Uh, And if you you have to have a certain amount of um, orange triangles and a fire extinguisher... Yeah. Blah 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 and this and that. I'm like, oh. Yeah, because I seen like um I seen the Fitz Army shows. Yeah. But I saw like was it last year or the year before on the run up they got wheel spin on a smooth floor and like ejected and yeah. like that looked pretty gnarly and then I I saw on Instagram like was it the cable that let the bottom of his ramp down snapped and it bloody crushed him, didn't it? Or something crazy. Yeah. Wasn't that that was that was uh Fitzpatrick on his on the bottom flat. I mean he's just had like I I've never met Jimmy, but I I see it on the Instagram and like it fell on him and he's had to have like spinal surgery or something. It knocked he? him out, he was stuck under it, he said. Oh my god, like that is serious, isn't it? And they had a winch tone it up, so it wasn't like some light little thing. Oh no! Like, and anything to do with a freestyle motocross landing is fucking yeah. heavy. <laughs> I always like, like the bottom like, ends was... of mine are all hydraulic and then fold out. And yeah, I mean that probably weighs like at least a ton. Yeah, yeah. Knocked him out. Broke like something in his neck, his back, ribs. Somebody's. Yeah. But Lungs, I mean, yeah. I just I, but I looked at it and when when they were spinning up on the floor and then came up short and someone broke their legs or their feet didn't they uh, was it Vicky <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm thinking it was like she spun and then was like and then sort of braked and just went off the top of the ramp and you do a lot I of- don't know I, I was just looking at that thinking like where's your mesh boards Cause we don't run that we fucking run rubber mats or coke yeah, they're no good in the rain are they rubber mat is useless in the rain yeah, it is for sure. You'd yeah. be surprised. We got uh, we got knobbly tires. <laughs> well, what can't you do with knobbly tires, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you need to get some uh, some of the ice speedway spikes. They grip up good on the wet rubber. Yeah, uh, rubber. Yeah, they do grip super hard. I actually rode. Um, we tested ice for Feld with. Um, those ice tires and then yeah they, and then and then on the rubber conveyor they they'd rip in super good eh so you went from just spinning like a motherfucker to hitting the ramp and being like holy wheelie oh my god <laughs> yeah like over in Europe we all just run mesh just tons of mesh 
Um, the, and it's so good in the wet. Yeah, and polished. Like in a straight line, like obviously in the wet, I wouldn't crank a whip, but I'll happily send flip combos in the wet. No worries, because I, I know it's going to grip in a straight line. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a raised expanded. Huh? Raised expanded or flat? Yeah, raised expanded mesh. And then, like, I've got the ply boards that all fold out, and I've got, like, steel, like, almost like U-sections, basically, that, that, that then locks them together. Yeah. So yeah. whether you're on a wet grass field or if you're on, like, a smooth painted concrete floor, for example, you just put the boards out, lock them together, and ride. Yeah. We like, like it. It's so good. We, do, we like to mist the floor. That's what they did. They, they wet the floor with Coke, with the soda. But the problem is you have to know how to do that. You have to do it right. You have to like yeah. mist it as fine as you can, like once or twice. And then, uh, and then it'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Coca-Cola. So American. We, we got to spray it down before we ride. Well, you live on that shit, don't you? <laughs> Not me, no. <laughs> it's fucking terrible, isn't it? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I love right it now. with a Jack Daniels. Fuck. Jack. Danny D. Wayne just had a good idea, which I've thought about, but I've never actually tried to implement. And he said uh, we should have the guests do promos for the podcast while we're on air. Oh. Just be like, hey, I'm Jamie Squibb on the Two Wheels to Freedom podcast or whatever just did it for me but, put him to work <laughs> I'm Jamie Squibb watch two wheels to freedom podcast that was more Australian at the end there that you look like uh, Danny Carey the drummer from Tool there you go I, don't know who I got is. the dog next to me look she's curled up on the sofa passed out fast asleep she had a big day with her dog pillow right next to her. She's had a big day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got her own pillows. <laughs> <laughs> she had a big day. She beat the shit out of a lion for about an hour this morning. That's impressive. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, no fear. So, yeah, we were on the chainsaws earlier. And my mate brought over, like, a little machine, like a two-tonner. Yep. So, we've got a mount, like, a friend of mine. He was a Red Bull athlete, Kai Forty. Um, he built a mountain bike line in my woods. Yep. Um, and then there you are. It was um, oh, it was almost identical. <laughs> um, and then, but it's obviously like way too gnarly for us yeah, to ride. Uh huh. So um, we've we've got some. We got a little digger in, and we're just gonna um. Yeah, make it so we can use it on our mountain bikes, basically. Just make it, like, user-friendly. Awesome. I don't... Do I honestly look like this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you're fat. Because you're laid out on a couch. Yeah. True. I am laid on the... So it's bedtime, guys. I'd normally be asleep for an hour by now. Yeah, what time is it by you? Uh, half past 11. Oh, shit, yeah. You're a good lad. You go to sleep early, huh? Yeah, I, I usually have a bath about half nine. I'm trying to change my posture now so I don't look like a fat old man. <laughs> <laughs> way, to, way to make me feel good on my birthday. I can't get a fucking haircut. Oh, dude. 
Jesus oh, Christ. Well, oh, no, no, yes, I'm yes. half of America. He takes baths. I can write, I do. I'm 38 years old and I ride freestyle motocross. Salt baths keep me going, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need salt baths. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's bad times. <laughs> um, so, uh, Steve was saying you like conspiracy theories as well. Yeah, sometimes, here and there. <laughs> Do you think this is a conspiracy? Corona? Yeah. Or at least them shutting everything down, like overreacting or... It's a bit mind-blowing, isn't it? <laughs> it's a little excessive. Like, it, it, I, there's so much information right now, and I think there's going to be some very interesting reading in six months' time. As You know, you'll start to see who's benefited from this. Oh, yeah. um, but... Do I find it strange that they have literally shut down every country on planet Earth because there's a nasty flu bug doing the rounds? Yeah. Yes, I find that very fucking strange. <laughs> yeah. I think the problem is we'll find out how certain people benefited, but will the news go back yeah. and be like, no, we totally exaggerated that. We were wrong about that. They're not going to say I, that. Yeah, I know, but I think it's interesting as well that like, Bill Gates has just completely quit from Microsoft to focus on was it Agenda Twenty One and now Agenda Thirty, and he's so did tied in with tied in with the world the World Health Organization. Google founders quit. Yeah, but they know they know what Bill up. Gates has his was it was was the Bill Gates thing was it Agenda Twenty One and now it's Agenda Thirty. I don't know. It's Bill Gates. Oh. It's fucking corrupt, whatever it is. Yo, I mean, like people, I mean, we got to get rid of people. We can get he's been testing down. all sorts of bloody medicines on African children, hasn't he? Yeah, it's a little test ground. Yeah. Who owns this vaccine? That's what we need to figure out. And, and what one of his uncles uh, is in the government. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... Um, yeah, but then again, like if if you look at the sort of the the, the global financial system with with so much fucking trillions of dollars in debt, all thanks to well, mostly thanks to war, um, yeah. and obviously you've got the Rothschilds that pretty much run the banking system <laughs> globally and also own the largest weapons manufacturing company in the world, and they 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 funded every bloody country in World War Two. We're still paying off the tab for that one. We've had numerous wars since, and there's just this debt that's, it's a number so vast that you can't even fucking figure out what it is. And you've got these out of control fucking psychopaths on Wall Street and, and the bankers paying themselves these obscene bonuses. And it feels to me like the whole thing's so out of control. It's been ready to crash for years. Yeah. And what what better way than for them to have to put their hands up and admit they're a bunch of absolute fucking shitheads that are, you know, just greedy and fucking out of control nut jobs. Let's make a virus that shuts down planet Earth and then we'll rack up a load more debt and, and blame some massive recession on that. It's yeah, perfect. Exactly yeah, because it it's been ready to, to crash for a while. 
And the first thing oh, they it's, do it's just, is print. The money system is so fragile and out of control, really, when you, when you break it down. Well, yeah. that's, the, uh, that's the Fed. That's the American money system. It's fucked. Yeah. And, and, and money used to have to be backed up by gold. Just, you know, and, and now it's just fucking numbers on a computer screen. Jamie Squibb sounds like uh, we're pretty sure. Ball. <laughs> we're pretty sure that there's no money in the uh, in uh, Fort Knox anymore. Really? Yeah. The story is that nobody's been in there uh, since like the '70s or some shit like that. Oh my god! Yeah. And isn't it something like what what percentage of the world's currency now exists in like coin and paper. It's like less than 10%, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, it's less than 10%. So like over 90% of the world's currency is just fucking numbers on a screen. Yeah, well, it, that, that's, that's what wild. they're saying with this whole thing. Like that is, that is pretty wild, isn't it? They're pushing for um, digital currency. They're even like, don't use cash anywhere. They you know, hate use- cash. The yeah. fucking governments and the banks, they hate cash. And you know what else? The Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, they wanted one currency, one global currency. Yeah. And if every country comes crashing down and we have to restart, well, I'll be interested to see how that goes. What get real ugly. Well, did you hear that the U.S. in the uh, coronavirus relief deal, they tried to sneak in cryptocurrency? I mean, I, I, I did read that for a while there, America and China were, were trying to be buddies um, and that the coronavirus, the COVID-19, was actually developed in America and then handed over to the Chinese in the lab. Um, and, then it, and then it got loose from there. Um, we heard the English- as, as to as to whether it deliberately got loose or whether I, I mean I heard an interesting theory that because um, obviously the Chinese are a little bit ruthless in their sort of in their sort of manners aren't they their their behaviour um, and so the the cleaners in the labs because obviously they're testing on animals and rather than sort of clinically disposing of the animals the cleaners would take them to the meat markets and sell them for a little bit of extra cash. <laughs> and so I've, I've even heard a, a quite a, a reasonable theory that they, they were testing the, the, the coronavirus on animals in the lab and one of the sketchy-ass cleaners has took it to the meat market around the corner and sold one of the animals and that is potentially how it got loose. I mean, that makes sense. That sounds it's, racist it's, as fuck, Jamie. To say oh, that Asians are off. eating bats. <laughs> I didn't say they were testing on bats. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> you said China. Frying a fucking dog. That's it. I, I mentioned another. Co- I mentioned another country. I'm a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> In the United States, if you're not killing Nazis, you might as well be one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, worse than, worse than a Nazi. <laughs> just take your pick. But I mean, also, it's, it's, it's interesting that the two main scientists are um, both dead and died, of, died under mysterious circumstances. Yeah. The, the, the two scientists Was, working uh, in the Hillary Clinton around when that happened? She's got oh, She's frightening. <laughs> that, that woman's scary. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
but you know, I, I shan't, I shan't criticize any Americans on your show. <laughs> you can, you can criticize most of them. <laughs> it's the English that are the. I blame Brexit for all of this. <laughs> we already made fun of Steve for being a uh, what do we call him a ex-con, a bogan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that. One of your family members was the con, and he goes, "Oh, well, that was probably my great grandfather." And we started laughing because it's like oh, he's so stoked on that. He he like brags that he didn't have shoes at school, so he would go cross country running barefoot. Oh, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's pretty <laughs> cool. He's like, oh yeah, that was normal, <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah. Australia really is the wild west, man. Yeah, it's cool though. Like. Man, Aussies are wild. Yeah. 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 And you look at freestyle motocross and BMX and, and stuff like. They're crushed. They got some talent. Yeah. They got they some gnarly, been. talented bike riders. That's for damn sure. That shows you that, that it's got to be the, a crazy gene or whatever. Something you know? in the DNA, isn't there? They took all these people that got in trouble that were probably not bad people, just like, were like, you know, just had a bit of a wild side to them. Exactly, fired yeah. up in life, like doing dumb shit because they're young or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, listen. just stoked, yeah. Sent away, and then it's just made this crazy-ass country. Yeah, yeah, they all went to a massive island and bred. Something <laughs> will kill you. Uh, oh, Danny, Dwayne, what's up with Night of the Jumps? Uh, well, coming to the U.S., maybe? Right now, Danny, there's not even any events at all, so I don't know that. Yeah. Steve's your man to talk to for that, but yeah, yeah. I, I, you can't even get an individual into the U.S. at the moment. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, not, we can get some people in. You just gotta go from the southern border. You'll get in. You got <laughs> people. Oh, I thought you were building a wall. <laughs> 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 there's like a, a small fence. I think they built. Sick. Any good? <laughs> Javier jumped it. Oh, Javier. Yeah, I made a picture a long time ago. I hit something over it. And then I think there was, uh, wasn't um, Trump saying that they, he was very talented and we would let him stay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was tremendous. Oh, man. I, I rode with Javier. That was the last show I did was Night of the Jumps. Oh yeah, that's it was right. like the, the the freestyle nation. So it was um, Joshi and Javier and myself <laughs> were the like the international world team, and then it was Spain and Germany. Um, but man, we had a good laugh. Like that was fun. Yeah. Like and yeah, Javier got rinsed hard. Like we called our team two and a half men. <laughs> 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 oh man, it was good. Uh, Berlin. Yeah. So that was just about a month ago now, probably. Uh, Danny D. Wayne asks if there's any guys coming up uh, that we should look at. Because basically, in the United States, we don't have shit. There's nobody new coming up for the most part. Yeah, um, Jamie Squibb from the UK. Some young, fresh blood looking to make a name for himself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you're only like uh, uh, like 300 months old. Is that it? Wow, that makes me feel so young. Like a baby. <laughs> yeah. 
maybe I'm three eighty like uh five now. So three hundred months. Where did it go, eh? Where did it go? Well, eighty months though, that's more than so you're probably like three forty. Three hundred. No, he's like four fifty six. Four fifty six? What would we go? Thirty eight times twelve. We just need to calculate that. I'm the joke wrong for months. I couldn't do 38 times 12 off the top of my head. That's the funny part about the joke, Clint. I mean, 38 times 10 will be 380. That's easy, maps. Listen, we're just American dirt bikers. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have gone in. We're, we're safer with politics and conspiracy than maps. We can agree on that. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that was Berlin. That was fun. That was a good event. Uh, that was um that was the last show I did, but I just did a really good job in um was in Abu Dhabi for a month with Masters of Dirt. Yeah. That was awesome. We did two shows a week. So Thursday and Friday night, we did a forty-five minute show. And then the rest of the week was ours to do what we want. And we had hire cars. We had a pretty sweet hotel with like a gym and a pool and like all inclusive buffet. Um, and it was so good because I left at the start of December. So the weather over here is just absolutely fucking disgusting. Like it's pitch black at four o'clock in the afternoon and it just doesn't stop raining. Um, so yeah, I flew out to Abu Dhabi, like on the 5th of December, um, jumped in the digger and, and built the dirt landing and stuff. And then we did two shows a week for a month. Um, that was all through Masters of Dirt. I don't know if you ever worked with a guy as well called Morgan Carlson. Yeah, I know Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. So Morgan was like the, the sort of contact out there, as it were, that yeah. then kind of put the job through, through the guys at MOD. So it was sick. And then I ended up staying at Morgan's house for like another 10 days. And we worked on a, we were filming for a movie called School Fight Movie. And that's a project Morgan's got himself involved with. Um, so, yeah, it was sick. I ended up out there for like six weeks. Awesome. Especially just, just in the sunshine, in the desert. Like, it was, it was fucking cool. Like, it was so much fun. And, yeah, so I got home from that. And then I think it was about three weeks later, I did the Night of the Jumps contest. And then I was on my way, pretty much on my way to Vienna for Masters of Dirt two weeks ago. Um, and the day before I left, I got the WhatsApp message saying, nah, we're shut down. So as things stand, the Masters of Dirt Vienna show is rescheduled for June 27, 28, 29. Yeah. Um, so fingers crossed three months time events can be back up and running. Yeah. You would hope. I'm yeah, a, I mean, I, I really hope so. That's such a good show as well, Vienna. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a banger. Like, the mountain bike and BMX guys and the freestyle. Like, it's a big show, that one. I need to cover it so that people in America know that it even happens. Oh, yeah. Like, Masters of Dirt do a lot of good shows, but the, the Vienna one's big. That's the way to go. Is uh, Mini there? Mini the Mechanic? Yeah, yeah. I was, he's there with with his coffee and cigarettes. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Make no mistake. Yeah. I, and his mate now Basti. There's a guy called Basti that works with him too. And he's super cool as well. So yeah, those guys kill it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've helped Javier at X Fighters a bunch and he's always there with you know Adelberg and Yeah. Uh, and Ronaldo he works with a lot as well, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah. But um yeah, actually Javier did quite a few of the X Fighters for a while, didn't he? Was it twenty twelve, thirteen? He had a pretty good go at it. Uh he's on a Honda, wasn't he? Yeah. Maybe it was twelve, thirteen. Those are Something around there. That's when I went with him. I went to yeah. Abu Dhabi. Uh, was it Abu Dhabi? Yeah. Um, Mexico City. Not Mexico. Uh, Madrid. Poznan, Poland. Yeah. A couple other ones. He took his wife to Greece. I was like, ah, I guess I'll let you. I guess smooth I'll bastard, didn't he? What a smooth operator. <laughs> That was the only one that year he went to, and he did take me. I was like, ah, you son of a bitch. I was trying to get to the homeland. Yeah, right. <laughs> what, what, a, what a dick. <laughs> 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 nah, but, I mean, like, back to that um, Red Bull Dirt Diggers. I mean, we built a full-on freestyle course there. Like, that, that course wouldn't, wouldn't look out of place as an X-Fighters event. Just just the FMX course with the quarter pipes and the ramps and the dirt hits. Yeah. Um, that was just the one bit. And I think in one day we had, cause this was like a landfill site as it were. So in one day we had 6,000 ton of dirt tipped just on the FMX course. Um, and we couldn't even keep up. Like we couldn't actually keep up moving it fast enough. You had those huge off-road trucks. The what? The big, the huge dump trucks where the tires are like 10 feet tall. Oh, no, this was just coming in in like normal road going trucks. Uh, and then, but there was, but it was just constant. It just didn't, they were like semis. So it was still a good, like, it was a fair load of dirt, but they just, they just kept coming. They just didn't stop. Um, so that was just like the FMX course. And then there was the free ride bit with like the snake runs and the hips and that step up we talked about. And, like that dirt was kind of there, but all pushed around and shaped, and that was that bit was so much fun. Like it was, it was sick to ride that bit. Like, and it wasn't big, but it was just so good to ride. And then you had the big dogs that were like, I think like 140 foot. Like they were third gear, pretty on it. Um, so you had three full sections. So we had an FMX section, the free ride section, and then the two big dogs. And I think in total we had. I think it was something in the region of like 35 jumps. Yeah, that free ride section was gnarly because there was just all kinds of little... Uh... All directions, yeah. Yeah, and it was like practice was pretty full on because, I mean, you know, like, especially nowadays, you go to a freestyle event and it's probably just one takeoff and landing. Yeah. And suddenly you're hitting like 35 jumps in a day and you're like, Jeez, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, especially when I was, um, I sort of clocked about a hundred hours in the digger that week, so I, I was fucked. Like I was completely cooked. 
for me. Like mentally. Yeah, so I got out of the digger, went to a local massage and, and got my back and neck loosened up and then got on my bike and started practice. Oh, is that what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> One of them massages. Yeah. Whatever, I felt better. That's all that matters. <laughs> you need to get, yeah, massages from a, a healthy German girl, I'm sure would. Oh, there's so many healthy German girls. <laughs> They're fantastic. <laughs> I'm sure. I've never yeah. been to Germany. Oh, Germany's wicked. Like, Germany is actually, it's a really fun country. Like, it's good. Cheap beer, good food. Like, and it's funny, like, Germans are sort of, like, that sort of stereotype. You sort of think a German's, like, quite grumpy and serious and, but actually, they're super funny. Like, they're pretty sarcastic. And, like, really? yeah, they take the piss pretty good, actually. Like, oh, every time I've been to Germany, I've had a good time. Uh, that's just the way their language sounds. They just sound mad. Oh, it's abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> abrupt. That's a yeah. perfect description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You think that I'm trying to bring you back to conspiracy theory. Do you <laughs> get you back on topic? Yeah, well, it's a dirt bike podcast. Do you think that Hitler put fluoride in the water to make people docile? Yep, hundred percent. And we're still doing it now. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, there is so much, and it's in toothpaste. And there's so much evidence to say that fluoride does nothing for your teeth. See, there you go. And I, I, I have been buying a fluoride-free toothpaste, and in the last five years, my dental checkups have been absolutely fine. Same here. Yeah, I've gotten exactly. better. I always had cavities. It was just a matter of what did what did I eat. I used to drink a shit ton of pop, eat a bunch of candy. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the fluoride. You drink pop too? Uh, huh? You drink pop too? Not a lot, to be honest. I mostly I. I like a herbal tea. Herbal tea. Yeah, like peppermint <laughs> tea or a green tea or he was trying to catch you up on the pop. It's called pop. Soda pop. Yeah, it pops like Coca-Cola in it or like Sprite or you call yeah. it. Like I don't know. He uses the wrong word for it. He calls it soda or some shit. Fizzy fizzy drinks? <laughs> it's pop. Pop's the name. What do you guys call it? Yeah. We I don't know, like, yeah, like fizzy drinks or... Shut the fuck up. I'm going to go... You just call it by its name, like, I want a can of Coke. Oh. You know, or... Yeah, uh, Lil. I don't know. And you're like, yo, I want a fizzy drink. And they're like, all right, here, here you go, mate. You cup for your fizzy drink. Or fizzy mate. pop. We call it fizzy pop. I think, actually, I've heard it called that. Can I have a, can I have a can of fizzy pop? <laughs> so I think that's more for, like, under 10s, though. I think if I walked in the petrol station and asked for a can of fizzy pop, they'd look at me a bit weird. Get slapped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, fluoride in the water, we don't, we don't need it. No. And, you know, it's, it's the perfect way to keep the masses slightly numbed down. Well, then they're scared of coronavirus. And the last thing houses. you want is people, you know, intelligent, lively people. You know, you, you don't need that. That's hard to control. Exactly. We don't need people questioning things. Why no good. Who are you? Just go to work, 
pay your taxes and watch what we tell you on the television. On the telly. On the telly, mate. Yeah, <laughs> on telly. On telly. <laughs> yeah. Keep them scared. Keep them in fear. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think now every like flu is going to, they're going to be like, oh, all right, we got to lock it down. Like it's the worst one ever. Yeah. You got to lock it down and everybody's got to get their shots. They got to get it. And the it. thing like, is, like, you're going to kill know, grandma. You, you don't want to be an asshole. Like, it, it is a nasty bug and it, it is killing people. But the flu kills thousands of people every year in every country on earth. Yeah. And for the most part, if you look at the people that are dying of coronavirus, it's the same people that would die of any flu. It's the people that are so old and fucked that they're being kept alive by the pharmaceutical system anyway. And people that have like, you know, that are recovering from cancer or like serious illness and they're so vulnerable in the first place. Well, um, there is a thing that doesn't going... make it right. But, you know, like if, if you look at Italy, which is like having a horrendous time with it, to be fair, and it's savage with the hospitals and stuff. But for the most part, it's, it's old, frail people. They said... That, Dying of it. Half, just under half the people in Italy that died from coronavirus had three other diseases at the same time. So it's there like you, you had cancer and then you got coronavirus. So what killed you? Yeah, Corona did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they need numbers. It's just yeah, exactly. Spain had a high number. Exactly. And then yeah. Germany had a super, super low number. Is it because yeah. how they're reporting or because they're healthier or different? What yeah. happened? HIV. Well, I think as well, Germany and the UK and stuff, we have a better healthcare system. Our hospitals, you know, we have more equipment. We have more nurses and doctors. And like, so I think we're better set up to deal with it in the first place. And Italy has like one of the oldest populations in Europe. Really? And how do they all greet each other? By kissing each other. <laughs> Way to spread a disease. Fucking go kissing everyone all day, every day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, like like the Aussies and the and the Brits and the, the Americans were more like, all right. <laughs> you just like nod your head and go, all right. Yeah. You don't even shake hands. For Did sure. You see the video of people in Italy, they had a Chinese guy when this whole thing was going on. Here, I'll pull it up. And it was like kiss a, or hug a Chinese guy to show that you're not. Uh, yeah, that's what they were doing when they were getting off the planes or whatever. They were kissing. To show that they weren't prejudiced. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you, you can't blame every Chinese person on earth. No, but. No, no. But like they, that's, they that's, were showing that's like it. And it's blaming like, well, every German for bloody the Holocaust. You know, it just it doesn't make I sense. Do, but we but did. People are getting off of a plane from a place. That. Yeah, and and that and it is stupid. This is just gay. It's like, don't be an idiot. Yeah. Like, obviously, this guy doesn't have coronavirus, but it's what they were pushing is like, oh, don't be terrified of, uh, or don't don't do anything to prepare for it. Yeah. But did I? I read that China have now they're going to ban all their like dodgy meat markets and stuff, aren't they? Um, oh, dude, China's such a and big country. All the eating they... of bats and stuff, and I think. It's it's as a it's worth about seventy billion a year or something. But fair play to them; they're shutting it down. Apparently, haven't you? That's a big country, though, to shut anything down. But I guess they're pretty yeah. hardcore. Have you been to China, dude? <laughs> Every time Aussie Steve rings me, because they're always doing stuff in China, 
Yeah. And as soon as he phones, I answer it and I just go, I am not going to China. here <laughs> <laughs> twice and uh, it's definitely different. Like that's the biggest culture shock out of any place that I've been. I would say yeah. like Abu Dhabi and stuff like that, like Oman. It's and pretty sweet. It like is. it's different, but it's pretty cool. I like it. China is different, and like, and you're just like, ugh. <laughs> I know, like, say in airports, they don't have like that spatial thing that we have, like just that sort of form an orderly queue, and yeah. it's like you're queuing to go through passport control, and and that like it's always a Chinese person that's just walking into the back of me and breathing on my neck, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck off! Like, come on, we're in a fucking queue go through passport we're not pushing me is not going to move this along any quicker <laughs> like stop it stop it now what are you doing and then when they just like spit on the floor and you're like come on man like no way yeah like you, if that's how you are at home cool like that's totally cool but they when have, you're outside of like they have you know like everywhere i walk around my house bollock naked and scratch my nuts and ass but I, I don't go into my local supermarket bollock naked, scratching my nuts and ass. I put clothes on and I scratch my ass when I get to my van, you know? <laughs> it's just like, like a real just, Western man. Like yeah. a bloody gentleman. They have, <laughs> <laughs> they have signs everywhere saying, uh, Form an orderly queue, ladies. A <laughs> queue, <laughs> that's a line, Nick. He doesn't scratch his ass in public. Enough, uh, He's a keeper. <laughs> I watch enough, uh, I don't know, Top Gear and whatever bullshit. Or yeah, food the old Top or Gear or the new Top Gear. The real Top Gear. The original. Yeah, that yeah. or um, what with, they call With it? Clarkson, May, and Hammond. Oh, no, that's the new one. Well, and, well, when we were in Columbia and we had, there was no English TV except for BBC. They had that on. That, so that's when I started watching it. Top Gear. Ah, okay. Like the old Top Gears were pretty good, especially like they do the specials. Like the, like they were really good, like the specials where they'd go on the adventures and stuff. They were cool. Fuck yeah, dude. It's always good TV. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Fucking BBC though. Oh. Yeah. Well, they that's got a giant, That's a giant pedophile ring. The old Jimmy Savile cover up. That was pretty disgusting, there wasn't we it? Go. We're getting. Going deep. And that, that was covered right from the very top. Yeah, I've heard the dirty all dirty fucking that. scumbags that covered that up are still in their jobs getting paid millions of pounds a year. Yeah. Mm. That leads straight over to Epstein. Yeah, and Prince Philip. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what's up with the new prince or whatever he is and his wife that they uh, sent to Canada or, or whatever? Ah, so you've got um, William and Harry that are brothers. Yeah. Um. And their mum died in a car crash. That was Princess Diana. That was an accident. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, William and Harry. William's the first in line to, to the throne. So he's kind of the one with the pressure on him, really. Um, he's the older brother. He's the boss. So he married Kate Middleton. Um, and then Harry is the younger brother that looks nothing like his father and looks a lot <laughs> like the mother. And um, was it Aunt, Aunt Burrow was his surname? Remember the bodyguard? 
Yeah, that's it. I can't remember his name. Is it something Burrow? Yeah, it, identical. So yeah, um, but yeah, and then so he married Meghan Markle, didn't he? He was an actress in a one of your TV shows. What was it? The what? The Wire was it or something? Nobody watches that shit. Well, people do watch it, I suppose. Well, no, I, I, I don't. I can't remember what it's called, but I think they just got so fucking hounded and harassed by the media, and she got so heavily criticised for like anything she did, and like I even saw that they put like the same newspapers, so it'd be something Kate Middleton did, and it would be like uh, loving Kate, like dotes on her baby, and. Meghan Markle would do exactly the same and it would be like, you know, what's she playing at? What, what is she doing? Duh, duh, duh. Um, and fucking Harry and William know what happened to their mother. Like, they fucking know. And I think Harry just, just turned around and went, fuck this shit. You fucking harassed and, and just hounded my mother. You ain't fucking doing it to my wife and kids. You can go get fucked. And then basically said, I'm out of the royal family. I couldn't give a flying fuck. We're off to Canada. Really? And I thought, fair play. <laughs> well, it's crazy because it, over here, it's like all over tabloids and stuff. It's like it's got you nothing to do with the royal with family. That. You go harder on the royal family than we do. I know. And it's like, I don't give a shit at all. But it's, it's, I think it's no. all Hollywood type. Uh, it's just gossip. <clears throat> we fought a wars, So we wouldn't have. Now we're still. That's it. That's it. We all teamed up together. Now we got the we got the download on it. We all teamed up together and handed our asses over to the Rothschild family. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we're all in it together because we're all getting fucking raped by them. Yeah. Win uh, or lose, the Rothschilds get paid. <laughs> that is a fact. How about George? Yeah. You know about him? Huh? George Soros. No. You don't know who that you know is? George Soros? No. Do you know the Koch brothers from uh, uh, America? Clint, do you yeah. know that George Soros and the one Koch brother who's still alive have teamed up? Uh, nope, didn't know that. Yeah. Soros is supposed, supposedly liberal. Koch's supposedly conservative. They've teamed up now, and they're going to end uh, endless wars. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, they are. The two dudes that fund everything. Yeah, exactly. Look up George Soros, the suspected, the alleged, uh, what he does. And now Jamie's going to get off of this podcast and go on a spiral into a George Soros. Oh, it's going to get dark. No, I'm going like, to be like, fuck him, Ig. You got to get me back on next Friday. <laughs> we got new content. <laughs> George Soros is Jewish. And as a kid, he was brought to uh rat out other jews with he worked with the nazis he was a kid obviously at the time oh my god he'll round him up he doesn't you can find interviews of him saying yeah i did it well do like, you know you know something interesting was when we did the red bull dirt diggers i ended up riding night of the jumps in hamburg like a week later so i stayed with ozzy steve and his wife and we went into their local town rodentel or maybe it wasn't that town, it was another one. But we actually stood in the square and looked at the balcony where Hitler gave his very first speech. And that was the first town to sign up to Hitler's Nazi regime. 
Um, but when you walk around Germany, there's little like brass plaques on the floor outside buildings. It's not like every single house, but it would be the name of the Jews that lived in that house that, that were then taken and, and killed. And walking around, I saw the name Rothschild a bunch of times. And I'm like, what? And then, and then Steve was like, oh, yeah, like the Rothschilds in America, th this was their relatives and they didn't give a fuck. They rounded up their own relatives and gassed them. They didn't give a flying fuck. Do you know what the main, the main drag in Tel Aviv and Israel is? Nope. It's Rothschild Boulevard. Is it? Yeah, look it up. It's the real deal. They run it. They run it from that whole deal. You didn't look at what Soros does or read it. Like he would bet against uh, countries' economies, and like uh, once they crashed, he would like buy everything, and then fuck. I've heard something about this. Now you're saying that, and he would own the country's economy after that, or something. Yeah, I have heard something about this. That's him. Wowzers. <laughs> so supposedly, we always hear that all these protests over here. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, all that, is funded by Soros. That's the alleged... Uh, is it? Yeah, report, is that he funds all that and pays all the protesters and all that shit to create... Oh. Over here. here, this Quincy Institute, going deep, this is Soros, and now who's supposedly uh, liberal or left-leaning has teamed up with the Koch brother, who's an oil dude from Texas, and they're oh. going to work together now. And they're gonna stop uh, endless wars, ending endless war. How many billion? Wonderful. I mean, I, I, I and have to say, with Pompeo, which I, means they're I, fucking. Yeah. You guys do seem to be quite partial to a war. <laughs> <laughs> Never stop them. No, I mean, out. I I did read this on the internet a while ago, and I can't remember the exact numbers, but haven't you been at war for like? something like 300 of the last 350 years or something our whole lives we've been in wars yeah. well not that yeah. much because we haven't been around that much but the people who run us have been yeah exactly this this is the thing like when i say you it's it's quite ridiculous to say you as in you two dudes sat chatting to me right now do you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah no obviously yeah we're, yeah we're the face of america to you right now and you're representing yeah. uh london you are responsible for everything that ever happened with America, and I am personally responsible for Brexit. <laughs> Brexit was me. <laughs> we have to fight him for our freedom again, a second time. Yeah, sweet as. It's all right, I'll step in and save your ass. <laughs> Take it. This is how England saving us, this is how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't mean that. You're just a stand-up comedian. Wish <laughs> <laughs> I had my other line, but we're on that one with the call. I'll figure out how to switch my other uh, things over because the other one's like wah wah wah. Yeah, that's better. And but um, but yeah. turn you that's, guys. That's better. Hold on. But yeah, there you go. I think, like I said, I think. In a few so. months' time, there'll be some. <laughs> <laughs> Just when he's about to get serious. That, that's like how all my freestyle runs end. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just look at the judges and that music comes up. <laughs> right up. They go, what? Like, oh, sweet, I'm not through to the finals. I can get a beer early. <laughs> but um, but you know what? On the flip side, though, of this coronavirus, I do think a lot of positives going to come from it. Yeah. Like, I, like, I think... Everybody will have inserted chips. Well, not not in that so much way. Like, not so much with the conspiracy, but I just, I think planet Earth needs a fucking rest. Yeah, for sure. Like, we are absolutely fucking raping the planet something. It's disgusting. And I'm guilty. I drive around in trucks that are not economical. I, I ride motorbikes. I drive diggers. Like, I'm I'm no angel when it comes to my carbon footprint. I'm getting on flights to go to shows. Um, but... I just think like we're fucking going hard on the planet, aren't we? And have you seen like the pictures in Italy already where all the rivers in Venice, the Venice, the waters are crystal clear and all the fish are coming back. And like there's, there's areas where dolphins are swimming that they haven't been seen. And the air in China is the cleanest it's been for years. And, this, like they've uh, got clear blue skies and they can see for miles. And is this state provided think... uh, pictures? <laughs> he what? Sorry. Is this state provided photographs? Where they're like, yeah, look this, at this, yeah, this was all on houses. the BBC. Look how clean it is. It's good. Yeah, it was all on the BBC at six o'clock. <laughs> so it's, I, I completely believe it. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but it's also no. Like, but I have, and I've seen this. like pictures of cities with like wild animals already roaming and stuff, and I'm like. We this got coyotes in Chicago. There was a fucking alligator in a pond this summer. Yeah, it's but it's fucking awesome. I think nature needs a chance to just have a rest. And I even think for the human race, maybe being forced just to slow down for, for a bit, it might actually be really good. It might be a really good thing. Yeah, I think it's good to kill sports and shit for a little bit. And people realize, like, that's not everything. Yeah, like just borrowing money. money so you have a car as nice as your neighbors and your friends and yeah, keeping like up. eating at this restaurant because, you know, you can afford it and, and so it impresses these. Instagram it's picture. fucking bullshit. And it's like, yeah, may, maybe this is a good thing because it like will I be say, a good I think, thing because it has to be eventually. Yeah, exactly. I think the human race has been going a bit too hard. We pushed it. We, now they're just home. Where we can go? Now they're just home banging. So this is not going to help. Well, yeah, all the oldies are dying off. There's going to be a heap of newborns, isn't there? Yeah. But I was thinking as well, like, yeah, you're going to have all these couples at home banging and having kids in nine months, a year's time. But what about these couples that just kind of they exist together in that kind of <laughs> comfort zone and. It's it's like a functioning house where they have the two children and they go to work and you know it it's it's kind of all good but stick yeah. them all together for three months solid and it's just fucked. There's going to be as many divorces as there are going to be children born. I reckon that's I, the second time I've heard that. Is I, it? I think that um, right now is the best time to be in a so-so relationship because at least you're getting asked. Well, yeah, you just got a casual bang. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you'd be quarantined with your bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm in quarantine I said with to a Christy last night. I was like, it's awesome to be quarantined with like my chick. Yeah. It's like I got 
girl. I got food. My kids are here. I don't yeah. have to fucking stress. I don't have to yeah, log I, into Pornhub's free fucking unlimited access. I haven't checked that out yet. Is, <laughs> it, is that the real deal? You can get porn, Pornhub Premium for free. I heard it went worldwide now. That's how they're gonna. That's how they keep us weak. Unlimited porn. It's like that's the how you control the masses. Well, no, that's how you control the male masses. Do you think that the Rothschilds bought into Pornhub and then probably virus? Oh, <laughs> There'll be subliminal messages in every dirty video you watch. It's gonna mist you with fluoride while you're watching it. Oh, you know it. Why aren't they doing vaccination porn now? They should be like, uh. uh well, they, that's, no, that's they'll the do that thing, in a couple months. They think they think they've got a vaccination, and I'm like, that is too fucking convenient. You can fuck right off. I'll take my chances with the flu. Thank you. There we go. I think that they got a chip in that. Jamie gets it. I think they're going to have a chip in that vaccination, and they're going to get everybody to go in and get their shot, which includes includes their chip, so they know where they are. Yeah. Oh, it's it's not long before when you're born, a chip goes in the back of your neck, hey? There's going to be people getting shot. That's what will happen. They'll get yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's more so for you guys. Yeah, we were talking to Summerfield about this. We're like, we got all the guns. We're not fucking. You, you do. You guys <laughs> love a gun. Yeah. <laughs> we will ship you guys guns if need be. You ever shot a gun, Jamie? That's why you don't love them. <laughs> I'm not a real man. <laughs> I'm. I'm not. I'm not entitled to Pornhub Premium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to show them your gun. Yeah, I just. I just get to look at all the scrappy birds. <laughs> it's just on, he's just on Instagram creeping on chicks. The, yeah. What a what a fucking wounder. If I if I'd fired an AK forty seven, I'd be on porn up premium right now. Great, but you just have and my dick would be about three inches bigger. <laughs> <laughs> premium, but you only get user submitted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just all the sketchy iPhone porn. Exactly. With chicks. That's pretty funny though, like that stuff's quite funny. It's just like some super drunk chick coming back from a nightclub and you're like, these are very, very regrettable decisions that you're making right now. <laughs> Filmed it and put it on Pornhub. Yeah. Fucking iPhones are deadly. Yeah. Like, they're scary things. iPhones are scary, in my opinion. Yeah, have- that's why we, like, they're so scary that every kid should have a fucking iPhone, right? To keep them busy during the fucking quarantine. Yeah, Everybody and it's just like, don't get me wrong. I think, I think, like what we're doing right now, it's it's incredible. Like, there's two guys on opposite sides, you know, in two completely different parts of America. I'm sat here in England. We've never met each other, and we're just sat having a fucking chat and a laugh. And we called out the Rothschilds all in one. Yeah, and, it, and that's really fucking cool. But, and I, and even like, social media is cool if you if you can keep it under control. But I think social media is pretty bad for a lot of people's mental states. Oh, for sure. And I'd say, like, for me personally, I just follow a bunch of sick motocross, like freestyle motocrossers, motocrossers, BMXers and mountain bike guys and a couple smoking hot models um, and, a, and a load of Pomeranians and diggers, you know? Like, that's <laughs> me done. Like, and, and Instagram, it doesn't upset me. It doesn't, I don't put my phone down and feel pissed off or like I'm missing out or... You know, someone's yeah. got more than me, but 
I think for chicks, Dude, Instagram's a chicks. fucking nightmare. I the think it's a fucking every nightmare. Every picture is a picture of themselves. That can't be healthy. With all these fucking crazy filters, they don't even look like themselves. But then they just follow all these people that are like in limousines and hotels and by swimming pools and on these beaches and eating these fancy foods and wearing these 2,000 pound shoes. And it's like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, it, this isn't reality. This is not reality. And if you want blokes to kind of live up to this, well, none of us have got a fucking hope in hell. Yeah. And then you're, how, how far down the road are they all of a sudden looking for something and nothing's there? Yeah. And yeah, same with dudes. Guys are, guys are chasing it too. I think guys are like, and I think like sort of like myself and my friends, I don't see it because we're just like normal dudes that like drinking beer and riding bikes. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, a lot of these, you know, you guys are like fully in the gym and getting their hair cut every week and yeah. spending shitloads of money on t-shirts that are three sizes too small. Um, the amount of effort that goes into that. It's fucked. It's fucked. Like, and right. yeah, and, and fucking iPhones, like you can have a conversation about something and it's being advertised to you on Facebook within the week. For sure, dude. That's so creepy how it happens too. Like, I every... used to talk to Steve about this and he was like, no, 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 it's cookies. It's cookies. You Google shit. And then it comes up and I'm like, yeah, I understand that. I understand how that works. That's the internet. That's fine. And then one day we were leaving my woods and driving into my local town Exeter and there's like an auction yard right by where I live. Yep. And I'm driving by slowly because I always like to have a look in and perv on what diggers are in there for sale and stuff. And I'm like, oh, fucking get on. Look, they've got loads of tower lights in there. And he's going, what the, what the fuck do you want tower lights for? And I'm like, well, because in winter, it's always fucking windy all day. But the wind always drops when it gets dark. Like, I don't know if it's like that over there, but. When the sun sets, the wind drops, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, five o'clock, it's dark, the wind's dropped, I can fire up my tower lights and I can practice for an hour. And he's like just laughing going, you're too fucking keen. Come on, you're too fucking keen. And I'm like, mate, tower lights are the one, I'm telling you. And then that week, I'm scrolling Facebook and it starts offering me tower lights for sale. And I had not been on ebay or google or no, any such yeah 100 percent. it fucking is they it don't even deny is. it though if but, you go into the, right, uh, the user see, agreements the problem, it tells right? you that I, I struggled to convince people of that like i was crazy and now you can say that and more often than not people have just shrugged their shoulders and go yeah but yeah we got look how quick people got numb to it yeah, it, and, and it's just so accepted. You know, a couple of years ago, I was a madman, and now that's normal. Yeah, there was like that one-month period where people were like, shit, you were right. And then the month after, they were like, nah, you're right, big deal. Yeah, let's get Alexa in the house and just fucking talk to it all day. <laughs> oh, my God. But I don't know. Like, it's it's pretty fucking crazy, isn't it? Yeah, but I guess because we just, uh, we they were saying as well, like even if you switch your phone off, if they wish to tap into it, there's still a way of like activating battery life, so the microphone will still pick up what you're saying. 
Well, that's what's funny is everybody, like 10 years ago, if you said that, people, you were a crazy person. And then Snowden came out and he confirmed it. And then everybody's like, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, what are you worried about? That's like, well, that's not the point. Yeah. You denied that's it earlier. It's disgusting the state he's in, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's fucking appalling. They're literally fucking. We should all be like, what do you guys demand that they let him out? for trying to let us all know what's going on, you know? Because so he far, he hasn't in, uh, told Russia. one single lie, has he? What no. about uh, Julian Assange? He's, he's what, Belshar or something like that? Oh, yeah. Where is he now? He's with you guys. He is, is he in the UK? Last I heard, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, to... those guys are getting a fucking rough deal. They're trying to say that uh, they need to let him out <clears throat> so he doesn't get get coronavirus because he's already got you know whatever but it's in the bell shark they were they were um projecting shit on the uh hot on the uh the jail saying yeah. free him and all that yeah yeah Spe speaking the truth's a dangerous thing to do nowadays yeah for sure but you know and then you just get sort of ridiculed by the masses and you know how much fucking weed have you been smoking and you're like, none? None of the fluoride. <laughs> yeah, none. Like, I, I had a couple pints of beer Saturday night. Um, that, that's all. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm not out my head on drugs. I just, I, I like yeah, to question things. I'm skeptical of what I'm told. What's the weed situation in uh, Great Britain, England? Well, it's not legal, but it might as well be. Really? Like, if you've got a small amount on you, chances are they wouldn't even take it off you, to be honest. Like, you know, like a personal consumption amount. Um, and even, like, if you're doing a small grow, it seems to be, like, the, the punishment's not that hefty. Um, but it's not, it's not legal. Just let it slide. It's not legal to smoke, but... A lot of people smoke weed over here. Yeah. Um, I, 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 pro I probably get stoned maybe three or four times a year. Yeah. Like if, if we've had a good day's riding and I'm not riding the next day and someone, I say someone, my mate. So Chris Brock, is that a name that rings a bell? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of... Uh... Chris Birch is who I was thinking of. Oh, Birchy. I was just with him in Spain a couple of weeks ago. He's back in Macau now, of all places. Birch and Pash came over and stayed at my house for a while. And Joe Steven. Well, Ryan Pash rides for me. He's, he's my number two guy that does all the shows with me. Yeah, he stayed at my house, him and uh, Joe uh, Steven. I remember when Pash went out. So that was with, like, because he was, like, hanging with Brody Wilson and everyone. Yeah, exactly. Jack, Jack Rowe. Exactly. During the winter, every all of those guys would come down south to my house. Yeah. Yeah. So, Wowzers. Then. so then I did a show in 2009 with Jack Crow and Thomas Alves. Yep. Where at? In the UK, at an amusement park. It was a 10-day show in Thorpe Park. So, like, just, just by London. Um and Jack crashed and got hurt and couldn't ride. Like, he fucked his shoulder up pretty bad. Mm. Um, 
And then Thomas Alves came back the next year and it was pretty messy. Yeah, I already know where you're going. It was a mess. He was at a bad point by then. Well, that's why I was going to ask you. Where is he now? How is he? Uh, that is probably about where you would expect, given your re- thought about the last time you saw him. Uh, the last it, time things I- didn't improve. I I heard he was fucking like on drugs and stealing shit, and that's a couple years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going back, so what? We're saying he came back a year later, so that would have been 2010. And yeah, probably. he rode the first day. It was like a 10-day show. So he rode the first day, and he had this guy with him that was his manager. Who? Oh, I can't remember his name. All I know is that I was talking to him, and he fell asleep, stood upright, leant against the wall with his head in his hands. He was that fucked out of his head. And so Thomas crashed. Him and his manager then disappeared for like four days. We didn't see or hear anything from them. When he said manager, did he do air quotes? <laughs> he didn't, but I, I, I was going to, yeah, his manager. <laughs> so then he came back to the show like four days later and said he'd had some painkillers shipped over from the US. Um, and at that cool. point, especially, we were a bit more naive to like, what US painkillers were and how fucking gnarly they were. So then he rode that day, like came out and did a fucking heel clicker flip, like first jump, then ran out of painkillers and didn't ride the rest of the show. (laughs) Um, So then on the last day, he turns up wanting his kind of 10 day rider fee. and, And the organizer was like, look, you rode one and a half days. We brought in another rider to replace you. Um, we'll give you 50%. We'll, we'll, we'll give you 50% of the 10 day fee. Pretty fair. And as far as I can remember, Thomas then started crying in the middle of the arena. Um, and his manager was fucking kicking off and, it was fucked. Like, it, it was fucking weird. Um, I know who this manager guy is now. Oh, I wish I could remember his name. He was, he was fucked. <laughs> and then I think the last thing I saw, well, there was two things that then happened. The first was Thomas put up a Facebook status asking for money. And then he put up a Facebook status about a week later saying, thanks all you guys for the money. Um, I just need a little bit more money and then I'm all good. <laughs> and I remember reading that being like, what the fuck? And then I think, I don't know if I contacted Robert Disler or Robert Disler contacted me, but some crazy shit went down with the, with the Jägermeister KTMs. And Robert Disler had a KTM with at Thomas's place that then, Someone he owned money took the bike as collateral, but it was Disla's bike. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Talking about and booze. Is that about right? Am I about right with I've, that? D- that? I've heard that story. That, that's basically what I was talking about when I said some shit, he stole some shit or whatever. And <sighs> that was a big deal on uh, MTX, I think. 
uh, I heard about it? disappearing and like all people's like gear bags disappearing and shit. They're like, who's the only That's one? The Southwest. It's it's wild. <laughs> but so so you haven't like you've never like really seen or heard of him since. Uh. No. I guess he's not active on Instagram or Facebook, so you can't really check out what he's up, like how he is. I'd have, you'd have to ask some of those Arizona guys, but um, like I said, a bunch of people were mad for him, like selling their shit or whatever. So, I mean, that's fucked, isn't it? Freestyle motocrosses, you can't do that to anyone, but freestyle motocross is far too small of a community, even on a global scale. Well, they're like, not, right, they're on whatever. And then, you know what I mean? They're not being a rational person. Nah. Common, common sense and long-term thinking has long gone out the window, hasn't it? Yeah. I had a, a guy that rode with me that um, he got arrested and shit, and he was doing meth and making meth. And he's like, after, he's like, you know, because I was good friends with him. He's like, you wouldn't have liked me then. You know, like, he's like, I, I was not a good person. You know, like, he, he, yeah my fucking mind i was stealing shit so i could buy more stuff and whatever yeah you but guys got meth in the uh, uk yeah but it, it, it's not as popular as like it, as it is over there because you guys aren't as white trash we're just classy they got, they got pikeys though right like i say i'm a gentleman, I'm a gentleman. <laughs> i don't scratch my ass in the supermarket he does it outside <laughs> yeah i wait till i get to the van like we're talking high class <laughs> no, I mean obviously we've got fucking drug problems like like a lot of the little towns have got like pretty pretty hefty crack cocaine problems. Train spotting. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fucking loves a bit of heroin, mate. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the Louis Theroux documentary that he did? Uh-uh. In America on, on like on the on the pharmaceutical system and the painkillers? Oh. No. Absolutely fucking shocking. Frightening. Like, it fucking scared me. Is it as um, bad as uh, the American situation? Well, no, yeah, he went to America. So he was, oh. he, he did the documentary on, in, in California, I think. Oh. And so they run our whole media. Really? Pharmaceuticals? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Are so, you to advertise pain pills on your TV? Fucking hardly ever. Like not pain pills, but just prescription pills. Any prescription. Nah. It's only us and New Zealand. Here they're just really. all day long. The TV's like you watch the news. Yeah. Every because it, it you 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 go pretty like you have a wide range of painkillers available that are opiate based. Well, right? they, the commercials. I well now we have commercials. Well, that's my whole. I have like a whole joke thing about all the commercials for the pills. They have yeah. commercials for pills for everything. Sweaty palms, restless legs, big pills oh. for shit you don't even have yet. Pre-diabetes. Like, you can fucking get rid of this, but no. Yeah. I'd rather take In case you think you're going to get AIDS, you can take a pill. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. It work. Do you see that? It says you can still get AIDS on the, on the, pr yeah. on the pill. I and the commercials, that commercial says, uh, this is not for people assigned female at birth. So if you're a tranny who was a girl who's now a, says you're a dude, that pill's not for you. Because they're like, you're not going to get AIDS because you're not a gay dude. But if you're, the, but if you're getting 
banged by gay dudes, then girls don't get AIDS. <laughs> yeah, they're too nice. Gay dudes <laughs> get AIDS. That's what happens. So my theory on that is because you can still get AIDS is that it just gives you um, erectile dysfunction. So that way the chances of you getting it out. <laughs> it's harder to spread, right? <laughs> it's just whiskey. Yeah, exactly. If you're if you can't get hard, it's harder to. If if you can't get a boner, you ain't going to do much damage, are you? (laughs) (laughs) And then now they have commercials for you can sue for the side effects of said pills all day long. It's like, did you take (sighs) this, that? You can sue for the side effects. I saw a commercial that said you could sue for the side effects of uh, HIV treatment pill. Some of the were bone loss. And I'm like, you know what causes bone loss, Jamie? Death from HIV. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it's pretty bad for you. It's Death. terrible. Yeah. But actually, I was talking because Brody Wilson rode the Red Bull Dirt Diggers. Yeah. Um, and he was just jumping in my van every day to go to the hotel. And I, I asked him about the, the pain pills and stuff. Actually, maybe it was James Carter as well because he was in Abu Dhabi with us for the month. Yeah. And I think, I think they both, or definitely it was James. They just was like, we try not to get involved with those types of medication when we get hurt. Yeah, you, you, you're better off doing some physical pain, because he was saying like you you can get over the counter pills prescribed that are that fucking strong, like you can't feel a damn thing. Yeah, I take them as prescribed for the first week. And then I want to think again. And then I normally stop taking them during the day. And I, out. So I could sleep. And then uh, I usually run out. Because the, the only painkiller we even have of that strength here really is morphine. And you get morphine injected when you're in an ambulance. Like when yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. They'll, they'll inject it. And I think you can get a liquid-based morphine painkiller but you you they won't even let you be on it for like more than three months or something yeah and whereas it it kind of sounds like over there like some pretty fucking strong medication is quite readily available the pharmaceuticals have lobbied so hard you can get on it for anything i remember being younger and i broke my finger or something i hit a tree and my dad's like, we'll just go get it checked out. They x-rayed their gets yeah, broken. They put spun on. They're like, I'm going to write a, a prescription for Vicodin. And my dad's like, nah, we're good. <laughs> and the doctor yeah. was like blown away that I, my dad wasn't going to give me their Vicodin. He's like, he's fucking, you know, 12. Why would I give him Vicodin? He's fine. He's a yeah. broken finger. I mean, we're, we're all about paracetamol and ibuprofen. And, that, and that's 200 milligram ibuprofen. That's not any fun. Yeah. That's um, that that's the most I would take. That's the most. That's like the strongest. If I'm in a heap of pain, take I'll take a, I'll take a paracetamol and an ibuprofen together, and they'd be like 200 milligram tab- tablet. What's a paracetamol? Paracetamol. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, that's like quite a clean. Because obviously ibuprofen is quite a dirty fucking painkiller. Really, it stains your liver and kidneys, doesn't it? It's not. But it, it's not it good. Works. Paracetamol is more of a natural one. It's good, like, if you've got the flu and stuff. Actually, interestingly, they're saying with this corona, don't take ibuprofen. If you get it and you feel like shit, only take paracetamol. 
Huh. We were saying don't take ibuprofen. They told us in America to do extra ibuprofen just in preparation. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be taking them now. <laughs> Double dose. They said yeah. I breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Brought to you by Bear Medical. Ibuprofen and uh, fluoride, they said, is how you fight <laughs> I think you guys are going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I got Bodding Boddingtons. Now that's, that's what you want. That'll put hair on your chest. That'll be the first one. Yeah. There you go. You keep knocking them down, your boy. I'm like a swimmer. You'll grow up to be a big, strong man. <laughs> Promise, daddy. Promise. <laughs> hey, you never know. Melanie Sykes might drop you a message. Then you'll be fucking. <laughs> then you'll be stoked. You need to look. What's her name again? Melanie Sykes. Sykes. S y k e s. Look her up. I know who he's talking about. She does, a, she does a radio show as well with a comedian called Alan Carr. Nope. Yeah, he's, he's quite funny, actually. Does but, he have an accent? Yeah, like, he's super gay, but he's well funny. Are you saying that your accent is gay? Not mine. We've been talking to a queer this whole time. You're the first gay guest. Is this her? There she is. She's like, oh, she my was absolutely stunning in her prime, but I think she's still hell of a looker now. And she's got a wicked voice. Her accent's ace. Let's hear her talk. Let's see. Let's hear an ace accent. Hey, see, look, she's a good isn't she? Oh, nice sofa. She doesn't talk in that. Oh, that's bullshit. Is she English? Yeah, well, she's from where Boddington's is from. Oh shit! So she was the voice of Boddington's. So, it's so Boddington's, when I was a kid, when uh, I was at Scottish school. Scottish or what is it? Manchester. How far north? So when is I was that? at school and they were advertising Boddington's on the telly, Melanie Sykes was like the face and the voice of it. <laughs> this is the same thing you just hit, and she doesn't talk. She keeps posting the same bullshit. I want to hear this ace accent. How did you get sucked into the same one twice? Oh, I've been watching this pottery show. <laughs> yeah, for real. I've been watching this. They, they do all like stuff with clay. And they did the final challenge. They had to do it the old school way where they spun the clay using their feet with like pump pedals. Yeah. It's fucking well good, actually. There oh, here we go. Hey, hey, that's pretty banging for a chick in her 40s. Yeah, for sure. Her freestyle motocross career would go hella long. <laughs> <laughs> she could probably get more sponsors than all of us combined right now. Um, obviously. I mean, just for riding freestyle. Yeah, she needs to come down the barn and stay. She needs to do isolation with me and Molly. <laughs> they look super then, rapey. Come to my barn, isolate with me. Yeah, with me and Molly. Molly's the name of the dog, by the way. <laughs> not not the drug. That's how he how how he lures her in. She would definitely come down if you had the other Molly. Got Pomeranian. Nah, I think I think Pomeranian's more of a chick magnet than drugs. But if you had both? What if like you know how the dogs used to carry the little barrel of bourbon under their neck? Yeah. If yeah. it just was full of Molly. <laughs> Jesus. You would, you'd be fighting him off at the door. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to run those chances. <laughs> I, 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 I think Melanie's clean cut. Well, yeah, look, she's doing a yoga. Which one? She, don't want me- she doesn't want MDMA. She's doing yoga. Right. Yoga people do MDMA all the time. They're just not going oh, to. True. They're going to have. I'm oh, too clean. Michelle. That's my problem. She's, she's with the Rothschilds right there. Yeah. The Rothschilds took that picture. If you got Brock's husband on there, then you're with the Rothschilds. It's in. <laughs> Posting fucking Trevor Noah. He looks like he's about to cry. Yeah, my daily intake of this guy. He is just uh, pretty fantastic. Uh, Jamie, oh, give, it up. give it up. She's not worth it. <laughs> You've ruined it. it. Oh, ruined. Fucking feed. This whole evening is ruined. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh, well, that's it. I, when she does message me, I'm just going to tell her to go get fucked. Piss She's off. Like, who the rock? Yeah, piss off. Piss <laughs> off, wanker. <laughs> yeah, what what a twat. So Such a good word though, isn't it? Do you say twat? No. Oh fuck, it's awesome. Fuck. I say all sorts of fucking fake British words and annoy my kids on a regular basis. You can't twat's a good one though. Or twat. Kick me in the bollocks. Yeah, bollocks. But oh, bollocks, bollocks has so many meanings. Like if if you drop something you can go, oh bollocks. bollocks. Or yeah. If something's awesome, you go, that it's the bollocks. That is the bollocks. <laughs> so See, bollocks can be great or shit. It's like fuck. Yeah. But fuck's just a great word. Like it's good. Do you guys throw around cunt uh as willy nilly as uh, Australians do? Not as willy nilly as the Australians, and it's a fucking nightmare when I come home like in 2016 and 17, I did a bunch of Nitro shows. And when I got home, I was just dropping the C-bomb so casually. <laughs> like, so casually. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's like, this, this needs to stop. Yeah, but, that, that's a yeah we, still, word we still say cunt. Like, it's, it's a fantastic word. No, that, that would shut some shit down over here, probably. Yeah. Yeah, women get, women get a bit upset by the word cunt, don't they? Yeah, you get canceled over here. Do ya? You're like you're canceled. We don't like you anymore. Yeah, we Sounds already like said it. it. I prescribed four times. We can't say it again. Yeah, you, well, you can't even take the Lord's name in vain. So, what chance have you got? I won't. I I can. I won't. <laughs> you, you twat! Look out! <laughs> piss off, you twat! Yeah, piss off, twat! Stop being a wanker! <laughs> <laughs> in New Jersey, I can say Jesus Christ, but can you? But in Illinois, he can say fag. Fag. You can say fag, faggot, all of them. <laughs> oh, we can't. You guys can't. That's you can say cigarette, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Well, that's the thing over here. Like, not probably not so much now, but you'd be like, yeah, I'm going outside for a fag. And we would giggle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna smoke a fag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Jamie Quib. And you're like, what? Random this, fags this, out in the alley all this week. Cunts going outside to to suck some guy's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, nope. <laughs> like you guys are disgusting. 
Like first he took the Lord's name in vain. Now he's doing sodomy bullshit. This guy, is, he, <laughs> he doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. And I made Brexit happen. Like I've got a lot to answer for. Yeah. We like Brexit. Yeah. Anytime you break, break out of somebody else's crew, that's good. Being a re- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're always better off fucking walking in your own shoes. We're a little more, uh, we're not very socialist. Nope. Oh, like Nick and I. So we're, we're down with Brexit. Yeah. We want to send you a gun just to get things started. <laughs> we could start a program where Americans send uh, English people guns just so that you guys can... Like- if, if this is being listened to, like I'm expecting the police to turn up at my house <laughs> next week, like full armed response. <laughs> like we know you've got guns, we know you're armed, but I'm just, I'm just gonna be there, bollock naked, holding a pomeranian. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Somebody in England was gonna have a fucking gun. We suspect it's the guy in his cabin with all the, <laughs> the fucking bulldozers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The madman fucking blasting around the woods with his diggers with his small dog that he doesn't stop talking about. And then he's around all these fucking jumps like with this guy's definitely. Yeah, this this guy's fucking cooked. He is a problem. (laughs) Cooked. I like that. You ever do you want see know about preppers in the United States? Preppers? Peppers, people that are getting ready for like Armageddon, they're building underground bunkers and oh, I've heard bits and bobs about this, yeah. <laughs> bits and bobs. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> you, you never heard that. I've never heard bits and bobs. Bits and bobs, like you know, just small tit bits. Yeah, yeah. Get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, that's why I like when other people try to do American accents so much. Like, it makes me laugh. Love it. I'm never offended by it because it's always like, I love to just hear how you guys interpret us. Yeah, but it's the same with like when people do an English accent. And, you know, when, whenever English people are portrayed on Simpsons or South Park or Family Guy, they're just these like ugly, big, crooked nose, <laughs> gappy brown teeth, fucking posh talking nut jobs and it's like that's how the rest of the world sees us <laughs> and everybody thinks americans are just running around drinking beer shooting guns and that's yeah, kind like of when stewie griffin tried to teach the girl to sing did you watch that episode of family no. guy nobody uh, watches family guy except for europeans or british oh, i should say fucking see we love it over here <laughs> no we like family guy i i don't watch like religiously i have seen a bunch of them i don't think i've seen that one you're talking about no it's good like i enjoy a cartoon south park simpsons family guy american south Dad. always fucking funny but they try yeah, to south park everybody's they can't everybody. i've just started watching a little bit of um bob's burgers dude my kids love bob they call it bobby b's yeah, okay. Well, I've only just started watching it. A friend of mine was saying oh, Bob, to watch it. and Bob's Burgers the shit. Seen them all. Yeah, so I've watched a couple episodes now, and I like it. It's funny. Kids shouldn't watch it, but my kids do. So what's the other American thing I've started watching? Parks and Recreation. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Like, we've just got, like, a channel over here that sort of shows American comedy. Yeah. 
So I don't mind that. It's on in the afternoon, so it is. We watch BBC. BBC. You watch AAC. See, I have I have to fucking pay my TV license, and yes. I never watch a BBC yeah. program. I've seen things on the subway saying like, "Have you not paid your TV license or whatever?" Yeah. We'll find you. We're going to drive around in our fucking vans with our radars and we're going to see you're watching telly and we're going to bill you £10,000 and you might go to prison. Fuck off. It's just another fucking mafia. It's just like another government demanding money and controlling everything. So the flip side is if you had uh, pharmaceuticals advertising on those channels, they'd pay so much that it would be free. (laughs) Damn. I'm all in favor. Yeah. I'm all in favor. What they got? A tiny license. So you don't have to pay for any. You must have to pay for TV channels though, like the sports ones and stuff. Yeah. Well, you got. But like in general. Well, okay. So there is, if you have a good antenna or something, you can get the basic like five. You can pick a load of stuff up. Yeah. Yeah, like five to ten channels. They're not gonna. But then to get anything else that like, MT. So, Clint, I'm in the flyover state. I get like 20 channels in HD. Some of them are in Polish your and antenna. fucking, huh? From your antenna? Yeah, they're full HD. But then I have Sling TV, which is like it streams, but I don't pay for a dish or none of that or cable. Get on. See, I pay £20 a month for Sky, and that's like the basic package. And then I have to Just pay my TV. yeah, and then I have to pay my TV license on top of that. Oh fuck that! And I don't even I don't I actually don't even watch that much television. I'm like I don't even have a television in my bedroom anymore. I got rid of it. Like I I like the American Office. That's funny. That's only twenty three dollars. But the British Office was funny as shit. Yeah, British Office was awesome, but it was only two seasons of six episodes. True. Whereas the American office went like 10 seasons and it was fucking, it's well good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, But I I just sort of listen to stuff on YouTube. I'll just find something on YouTube and press play and kind of just fall asleep. There's a guy called uh, Bald and Bankrupt on YouTube and he goes to like all the Eastern Bloc countries. Yeah. Soviet Union countries and he just gets fucked up. Bald, Bald and Bankrupt. That is fucking... I've been on that hard for like the past week. Have you? It's fucking Bold and bankrupt. Yeah, that dude, that's an interesting show. It's like 15 minute episodes. He'll just drive some weird in Belarus or in Ukraine or something like that. And he'll just dive into some weird neighborhood. Yeah. And get drunk with uh, babushkas. You can get pretty drunk in Eastern Europe for like no money. It's so cheap. Yeah, we got tons of like Polish and Russian here is huge. Where I'm at. Yeah. Are they? We got a lot of Polish in the UK. Yeah. 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 What do they do? Mostly. Predominantly building work. Yeah, same here. But for the most part, they're pretty fucking good. Yeah. No, the Polish is all good. They they work hard and they do good work. Like there's some local Polish guys here and they put the roof they completely stripped and redid the roof on my barn and put the windows in, um, did some other jobs and they fucking grafted, man. Like they worked hard. Like they yeah. got it done so quick. Um, That's what it is here. Yeah. 
and no like no fucking about. Well, like Chicago is supposedly like the second largest population of Polish outside of uh, Warsaw. Is it? Yeah, it's huge Polish. Wowzers. Yeah, that's the pretty Polish full guys on. run the roofing crew, which is Mexican. Chicago has proper cold winters, doesn't it? Yeah. Like proper cold. Proper cold, like yeah. snow. Yeah, and like not minus temperatures. Yeah, below zero Celsius. Degrees centigrade. Centigrade. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. of it. Is centigrade Celsius, or is that something else? No, they're different, aren't they? Same oh. thing. Celsius and centigrade, because then you've got Fahrenheit as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Fahrenheit. Cent because Celsius my mate Wilson lives in Florida now, and he's from the UK, and he was like, he'll be like, oh, it was quite pleasant today, like it was sort of mid-80s. And I'm like, what's that in English? Fahrenheit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what's that in English? He's like, oh, about 25. I'm 25, like, oh, right, freezing okay. your dick off around here. <laughs> what, Fahrenheit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so fucking that'd be about Celsius. minus. Yeah. It's confusing, isn't it? But you still do feet as well, don't you? Didn't you guys do that not long ago? You did miles and shit. Feet and inches, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because we, cause we've, we've pretty much converted now to meters and centimeters. Well, it's still but, uh, feet and inches. But our cars are still miles an hour, not kilometers an hour. Really? Yeah, Is yeah. The Brexit so hold out? distance in miles and speed in miles per hour, but we would do measurements in like meters, centimeters. That's more backwards than America. Yeah. And then on the motorway, it's still like yards, 300 yards, 200 yards, 100 yards. All right, here's the answer. Celsius and centigrade are two names for essentially the same temperature scale with slight differences. The centigrade scale is divided into degrees based on dividing the temperature between which water freezes and boils into 100 equal gradients or degrees. What? Okay. So zero is 32 and 212 is 100. Centigrade Celsius. Well, I don't know. I just centigrade sounds like how a German person would say Celsius. <laughs> Aggressively. Centigrade. <laughs> it was a very long article about the difference. Basically, tomato, tomato. Yeah, it's fucking. It's the whatever the temperature is, mate. You're either wearing a t-shirt or a coat. Or Bollocks. Or what? Or bollocks. Bollocks. Or your bollocks. <laughs> yeah, your balls are either swinging low or they're tucked up inside. That's your temperature sensor. <laughs> <laughs> Today will be about half hang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Freezing nuts. Not a hang. Yeah. It's, it's not the one. All right, it's got to be late over there. Uh, what, 10 to 1 in the morning, man? Yeah. Holy shnikes. Fucking went big on my birthday, didn't I? Oh, sorry, I'm swearing <laughs> in front of the children. Oh, what is wrong with you? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> she won't say what I'm trying to get her to say. Huh. I'll say, what a wanker. It's his birthday. He's in England. Yeah, she can, call him, England. She can call him a wanker. 
Come Say away. happy birthday, you twat. What's your favorite? What's your favorite movie? Unreal, unreal. Not Mary Poppins. You <laughs> gotta say Braveheart. I know it's not English, but Ugh, Scottish, 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 Scottish. Yeah, man. Piss off, cunt. Uh, <laughs> that one you were talking about, before, Brad Pitt and the Pikes. Oh, Snatch. Yeah. That's a fucking good film. Great movie. Classic. What do I know about diamonds? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you like dags? Sure, you I like, like dags. Like dags. It's probably for the caravan. Say periwinkle that's the, blue. That's Irish, though. That is. That's Irish. <laughs> proper fucked. Yeah. And he goes, "What's wrong with this caravan?" And it just like drops to its axles, <laughs> and the door falls off. And he goes, "Nothing." I just don't like the color, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> this is going it's such a good in. film. Yeah. That's going in. That's what I'm watching. Say oi. Snap. <laughs> How many kids have you got? Have I seen like three different kids now? I bought a couple extras. Now I got you just, just borrowed three. them? Purchased them. It's America, dude. No, I just got Sick. two. Everything is for sale. Sure is. So you just buy and quarantine children. These kids are, they lack their fluoride and all their uh, government news. Cool. They'll grow up to be just fine. They'll be all right. (laughs) They're playing in mud. Being crazy. Oh, that's Australian again. Damn it. All right. I got to get these kids to bed. Amy, good to virtually meet you. Nice one, dude. We hung out on your birthday. That was hell of a birthday party. Hell of a party. I had a fucking birthday hat, had I known. Yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the most crazy birthday party I've ever had. <laughs> we'll take it. How did you spend your birthday? Well, I sat on my own in the woods with my dog. And then I talked to two complete strangers on my phone. Two completely strange men on my phone for three hours. <laughs> yeah, three hours. that's, that's the faggot. oh fucking hell maybe next year's birthday will be a bit more fucking lively eh yeah we're just trying to keep it i'm I'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a birthday party when we're allowed back out you know we'll come to america we'll throw you one oh oh danny Dwayne, happy birthday cheers dude you're right about Danny. He's fucking all over this show, eh? Yeah, he's <laughs> on it, dude. Always. Fucking loves it. Look, I drink all my... Uh, drink You're going to have to get him on one day. Now, there's a good idea. You're going to have to get Danny on one time. Here, watch. Don't don't uh, mess with me. Oh, oh, Danny Wayne's about to drop in. What's happened? Danny. Hold on. Unmute your shit, Danny. Won't let me unmute him. There we go. Danny. Danny. Talk. <laughs> Danny's from the South, so he's going to sound different. You're going to love his accent. Talk, Danny. Your talking is permitted. He's probably been talking to the show the whole time, and now he's like forcing. <laughs> I don't have a mic. Uh, oh. Boo. What are you on? Your laptop? 
Not on your phone? I guess that. Oh, man. Cool. All right. Next time, get yourself a mic, bro. And then you can call, especially for this. Fill up. Oh, yeah. Especially for this. My elbow's fucking killing, eh? I've been holding on to this phone for three hours. Danny. I was going to say, your arm pump uh, training is I'm, I'm, well. I'm not, I'm not, like, set up for the modern world of, like, cyber meetings and stuff. Better get with it, dude, this uh, COVID corona shit. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I'm, I'm pretty well practiced at the isolation thing. Be, being in the barn in the woods with no neighbors, like, it's just day-to-day is pretty normal it's it's just a weird feeling not knowing when i have a show next and not practicing you're like my kind of motivation and drive's just been completely removed yeah have you not been riding he's there by himself how's he gonna ride yeah well i can't ride home alone i mean but even you know i could get someone to come around and watch and stuff but i just i feel as well like yeah. You'd be pretty frowned upon if you crashed and got hurt and needed surgery and stuff in the middle of this shit. Was it kind of feels time. like a, and th- there's a, there's a couple of dudes I know that are riding and it's like, what are you doing? Like no one else is. Yeah, you know? I did that I don't want to be there. last week. I was like, dude, imagine if you just got hurt and you got carted off into the hospital and they're just like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was being a fucking idiot on my motorbike. And, um, he got Corona and he crashed his car. It's like, nah, he was just fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, yeah, it's pretty fucking quiet, but whatever. Fucking Rothschilds, guys, all by the balls. Play by the balls. Yeah. Strange, isn't it? Strange emotions. So, yeah. They are. That's the real strange part. They're, um, yeah, that's about it, I guess. Yep. We're going to sign off the live feed here. So, uh, Danny, thanks, of course, for, well, you'll still be in the room. Um, I'm I'm going to bed. It's 1 a.m. All right. Go to sleep. Hey, nice one, guys. That was well good, though. Good chat. Good time. Happy birthday, Jamie. Yeah, thanks, dude. And thanks for having us on, eh? Good times. All right. Touch on WhatsApp, and uh, we'll have you on some more, especially if anything crazy happens with this. We can talk conspiracy theories. I'm your man. <laughs> That's what Steve told us. Was <laughs> Steve, Steve messaged me, and he was like, I, I've got you signed up to a show to go and do, because they, they, they love freestyle motocross, but they're more into conspiracies. <laughs> I'm like, right, yeah, no worries. <laughs> How long do you need me to talk for? <laughs> Out of the box.